hey you, yee you, click the subscribe button. You are listening to the Ill-Advised Wise Guys podcast starring Uche and QDZ. Yo, 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 We are the Ill-Advised Wise Guys, your boy Uche, I got my boy, QDZ, for Sheezy, beautiful, breezy, cover girls. What's up? Happy New yeah, Year, man. brother. Happy Happy New Year, my my G. Happy New Year, my 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 boy. In, in, in the words of uh, uh J. Cole, uh, J. Cole and, and, and Boss now, my boy. Yo, that shit sounds so tight. I don't know why. My boy. Yeah, anyway, man. uh, this, what are we on, man? This is episode ninety-one, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it is. Yeah, man. Yeah, man, we got a new setup for you. Yeah, we got a new setup for you guys. As you can see, we got our logo in the top. I, we, I, I just want to point all this stuff out just so you guys can like peep, peep how we're elevating. I don't even know what direction it is. I think it's over there, but whatever. Uh, as you can see, we got some banners as well. Follow the pod on Instagram. We are going up over there. We got stories. We got videos. We doing interviews. We're doing new things this year, and we uh, we would appreciate a follow and a like and a subscribe, wherever it is that you listen to podcasts, whether it's YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you know what it is. Yeah, man. Um, yo, how how do you want to start this joint off, man? You know, like this is this is a new year. This is our first pod. You know, th- th- does it feel like the new year is here, or do you feel like do you feel like you left all that weight in 2020? Like, does it really feel like a new year to you? How, how do you feel about that? You know, I was like, all that weight was lifted. 2020 was gone. And then 2021 came around and we had a riot. And that riot in the Capitol done made it feel like 2020 came back with, 2020 left the party and came back with like a different mask on. But I mean, I'm, I'm excited for 2021. We got some major things happening. Um, you know, we we might just stop the curve, or actually, we want the curve, right? I, I can't even remember anymore. But we might coronavirus might hit the backside, and so um, you know, I'm excited, man. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. Me too, man. You know, 2020 came with a lot of ups and downs. I w- I want to say mostly downs if we're talking about how the world perceived 2020, but um, I don't know, man. I'm I'm hopeful, man. I'm hopeful that like this year will be a greater year, uh, and I think it kind of starts with like Trump getting out of office. I'm not even gonna lie. Like once that happens, I feel like a lot of weight will actually be off of people's back, and I feel like people will be able to heal. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I mean, obviously I'm speaking from America's standpoint, but let's be real. The shit that happened at the Capitol. This past week was absolutely unacceptable. And, and to the point where it's like, bro, I feel like America is the laughing stock of the world. Like I'm in America and I'm laughing at America. So I can only imagine how people outside of America feel about America. Like this shit is this shit is crazy, man. It's it's crazy. Absolutely you know, insane. You know what I was thinking the other day? Um as a black dude in America. One of the scariest things 
in America is to see a car that's decked out in American flags. Like, you know, a car that says, I am pro-America. Nowadays, being pro-America is actually something that scares people. Like, I I don't want to get into a fight with somebody that says they love America. That's the scariest person in America nowadays, especially for people of color, right? Right? Yeah, no, you're right. You're it's, right. It's, the fact that we've gotten to that point in uh, our history is, is, is something that is uh, pretty alarming. However, I do think that, you know, in a couple of days with, you know, President 45th being gone, uh, a lot of things are going to change. I, I, I hope that the divisiveness, number one, stops. And I hope them student loans get erased. That's something that I'm looking forward to. I got, I got, I got 50,000 on it. <laughs> on that. Uh, biology weed. Yeah, can you imagine that, man? Can you imagine if student loans get erased? I ain't talking about the people who are privileged enough to 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 have their parents pay for their loans. Listen, God bless y'all, but I'm hating on. I've been hating on y'all from day one. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not even gonna hold that in. Y'all have had it easy, and I hope that when I actually have kids, I can do the same thing for mine. Because who the hell wants to be in debt? Come on, for 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 a degree, bro. For if I got the if I if I got the money, if I got the money when I have kids, which you know, God, God willing, you know, we'll be in a good position to be able to provide in the right way. Yo, I'm gonna make it easy on my kids. You're not you're gonna go to school more than likely, but if you do, I'm gonna try my hardest to pay for that. Cause there is having debt out of college, that's the worst thing you want, especially when you're when you're currently in college and you don't actually understand debt. Like for me, I didn't understand how much debt I was truly in with student loans until I graduated. And they were like, yo, you got six months to pay this joint back. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. I'm like, I'm like, yo, wait, uh, wait, debt? What, what's debt? I'm like Googling, wait, 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 wait. What, how, are, how is your life affected by debt? You know what I'm saying? Like you don't really learn them lessons like that until you, you finish school like that. Um, and then it really hits you, you know? I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go a step further. I'm gonna go a step further. if. If things in the education system in terms of college, if the prices stay the same, I'm going to encourage them to not go to college and find a different route or not necessarily right. not go to college, but find a different route that, you know, can make you successful because I don't think That's college is the only route to success. You know, I mean, it's great. I, I'm big education, but college ain't the only route. Like you can go ahead and... You can look up YouTube videos, how to code, how to be a doctor on YouTube. Like, just do that. A, but you still need to go to freaking school to be a doctor. Unless you <laughs> unless you want to be that, you know, that kid who's, who got busted in Florida, that 19-year-old kid who oh, wants yeah, to yeah. be a doctor? Yeah. Unless you want to be that guy and go to jail for playing <laughs> to be a doctor, you probably should go the college route if you want to do that. But He lied, yo. He went to college and all that. Boy mm -hmm. wonder. Liar. Boy liar. Yo, hey, before we before we move any further, I do want to say new year, new new money, new ads. We we got a sponsor for you guys this episode. And uh, you know, now I gotta throw on my uh, sophisticated voice as I as I read this ad. Today's episode is brought to you by the NBA store. 
A new year brings the start of a new NBA season. Suit up with the latest gear to show your support for the for your team. We may be sidelined from going to arenas, but that doesn't mean you can't watch the games from your home. Ain't that right, guys? You see, I got the Sixers jersey on, and uh, Ben Simmons is my guy, but I hope, I pray to God he gets a damn jump shot. That's, that's my hope for the new year. That's my New Year's resolution, at least one of them. Uh, <laughs> We are teaming up with the NBA and Podgo to bring the, to bring our listeners 75% off on select items. Yes, you heard that right. Go to podgo.co slash NBA for up to 75% off select items from the NBA store. The NBA where amazing happens. Check that out, guys. Um, and Q, I know you got a you got a couple jerseys too, man. Uh you should probably do, do the right thing and actually uh Get a discount, you know what I mean? Like when you get yeah, some. I gotta, uh, get, I, I, I gotta get me a uh, Denny Avdia jersey. I gotta get me a Roy Hotramore jersey, bro. Uh, I gotta replace my John Wall jersey, man. I, I'm I'm about to. <laughs> I'm on the NBA store for real, for real. <laughs> yeah, hey, I've been. I was thinking about this, you know, as I was as I decided to wear this jersey today. I'm like, man, who 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 was really impressing me like that? To the point where I really want to rep their uh, their jersey, and um, you know when Bradley Bill scores sixty, actually before he scores sixty versus uh, I forget who they're playing, I was like, "Yo, man, I need a Bill jersey <laughs> versus Sixers, right?" I was like, "I need a Bill jersey. I need a Bill jersey. I need a Bill jersey." And then coming him, I, and then and then I saw a report from him saying, "He said, yo, we can't guard a parked car.' Did you see that? I saw that. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man." I don't know if I want to rip the Wizards right now. I'm not sure. Another thing, I would, it's so funny. I had an opportunity to buy a Bill jersey uh, one day, and I was like, is he even going to be on the Wizards in the next couple of months? <laughs> like, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets traded. So uh, hold off on that Bill jersey, brother. Just like, just like you kids, hold off on paying your school debt. Actually, no, please. Erase this. Erase that. Twitter is going to ban me. <laughs> inciting inciting it's unpayments. It's, <laughs> inciting inciting insurrection for for student loan payments. <laughs> Yo, brother, I have not heard that word insurrection in my life until Man. that happened. And I heard Man. it every hour. I had no idea what insurrection was. I never heard it was that so word. bad. Like I put it like this. It was so bad. I and maybe I could be crazy. The only people I heard using the word insurrection were white people. And when I was hearing black people talk about it, they were saying it was a coup, which I'm fully aware of. What <laughs> is, right? And so and so I went on Google and was like, wait, what is insurrection? Typed it in. I was like, okay, well, overthrow government, da-da-da-da-da. Under the words of uh, similarities, coup was there. And I'm like, so y'all say the same thing. I thought it was like a different, I thought it was like different. It's, it's the, the same thing. thing. Cool insurrection. I ain't gonna lie. Cool sounds much more menacing. Insurrection sounds like I I, I need a parking fine associated. It don't sound like a serious crime. It doesn't. And, and you know, another thing that that kept catching my attention was like white people calling the other white people thugs. They're thugs. <laughs> wait, wait, what? <laughs> white yeah, people yeah. thugs like. For the first time in the history of mankind, he's a thug. 
They're all thugs. Right about, they're all angry mobs. <laughs> they're domestic yeah. terrorists. <laughs> Listen, hey, we are we we are a music show. Uh, just for you guys' information, but uh, so you're probably asking, how does we are not insurrectionists? How are not the ill-advised insurrectionists? Exactly, <laughs> but we may be the ill-advised coup. I'm just saying that sounds cool, actually. Anyway, I I think we should start the show, man. I really do. Like we we talked about insurrections enough. I, think so. I don't I don't want to go to jail for for saying that too many times. So. <laughs> <laughs> But before before we start the show, we actually got a paid promotion snippet from from a good guy, uh, good artist. You know, check this out. Fuck it, let's get it in. Wait. Baby, baby, I'm a mentalist. I need a million on my payment ship. I can take my homies to the dealership and let them benefit from all my ignorance. Goddamn, why you think I do this shit? I'm just trying to throw like two assists. We used to jaywalk, now we walking jays while them mockingbirds play the Hunger Games. Like, oh. I seen the talent, I've been screaming about it. I cannot be silent till my click is wildin' on a scenic island. Where the weed allowed it, then the girls to find it. Hit game like Leonidas, yeah, I'm super nice until I get behind it. Then I hit that mattress and proceed with violence. I just bust my nut until I bitch rewinding. Bow! Bow, 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 bow! That was a that was a new song by uh Dirty White called This Feeling. Hope you guys like that. If you guys want to promote with us, hit our email. Uh, the guys at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter, send us a DM uh, on Instagram, get in touch with us and you, your song can be highlighted just like that. Uh, yes, sir. That shall we? Little Wayne vibes, didn't it? It did. He was kind of snapping on that a little bit. Yeah, he kind of snapping. He got Lil Wayne dreads, bro. He does have Lil Wayne. He got Lil, he got Lil Wayne dreads back in like 2010, though. You know, back when like Lil Wayne was kind of like going crazy with this. Now Lil Wayne got like old man dreads. You seen Lil Wayne dreads now? I think they said. Dude, Lil, Lil Wayne's joint is like, he like balding at the top. You know what I mean? Yeah, I heard. Weird. I heard. He's showing his age, man. I never thought the day Lil Wayne would get old, but uh, we're here. <laughs> Yo, let's start the show though, man. Shall we? Yes, sir. All right. So the first topic that we have to talk about with you guys is um your boy playboy cardi um he dropped an album right before the new year hit called whole lot of red q you and i we talked about this before on the last episode of our expectations the album has came and went now came on christmas day you've had time to sit with it You've had time to live with it, hopefully well, I'm assuming. Maybe not well if you hated the album. I want to know your thoughts on what the album said to you. If you thought the album was good, did the album live up to the hype? Man, talk to me. Let's have an open convo about Playboy Cardi, a uh, whole lot of Red album, because I know a lot of people hated it online. They was going at them. They were calling it a whole lot of trash, whole lot of mid, Whole lot of ass. I heard it all. I heard it all on Twitter. <laughs> what, what do you think about it, though, man? Uh, so first and foremost, uh, I think astronomical uh, expectations were placed on the album, and for whatever reason, I I have no clue. Um, but do I think it lived up to the expectations? Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> 
But I also don't, I think it was set up to fail when it comes to the expectations. Now, when it comes to the music, uh, what do I think of it? So I'm going to be the first to tell you that I'm not a major Playboy Cardi fan. Now, a uh, majority of the music that I listen to him is from features. Uh, like he's been on Drake's album. He's been on um, Lil Yachty's album recently. And I, I like the, you know, cartoonish uh, energy that he brings to songs. But to tell me to listen to 24 songs or 25, I can't remember, one of the mid-20s uh, of, of Playboy Cardi, that's a tall task. I'm not going to lie. What I found interesting about the album is that there were moments in which he shined. There were moments where he pushed aside his, you know, uh, uh, wacky persona and instead like gave us solid trap hip hop music. And then there was moments where I don't even know what the hell he was doing. Um, some of the standouts on the album, Sky, uh, what's another standout? Help me out here. There was, uh, uh, I thought Vamp, whatever, Vamp Tells or something like that. That was a pretty decent song. My favorite I song. A, I was a fan of, I was a fan of um, Metamorphosis Kid Cudi. I thought Kid Cudi went nuts on that song. Kid Cudi went hit. Kanye too. Went that's crazy. Cool. Kanye, uh, Go to the Moon. Kanye had a, a very good verse. My favorite song on the album was Bino. Bino to me was the one song where I was like, I don't care who made it. This is a good song. But for the most part, if you're measuring it to its expectations, it fell. Mm -hmm. But if you're measuring it to what he usually does, I thought it fell in line with what he usually does. Oh, man. Um, I'm not mad at that, man. You know, I, I think with Playboy Cardi, I want to go a different direction because I, I do feel like the conversation about him and all of the drama that basically surrounded him after his album dropped, you know, Iggy Azalea basically not like coming out, trying to destroy his, his album rollout. You know, I, I saw, I peeped it, you know what I mean? It was a little clout chasing moment. Not going to get into any of that because that's their business. However, um, you know, we talk about music, so I'm going to stick to that. I think that the album as a whole did two things for me. Number one, it confirmed that if you are a fan of Playboy Cardi's music, and I don't mean like a casual one, I mean like if you are a part of his core fan base, you are a part of a different type of, of listener of hip hop. Like you're in a different generation because he doesn't do anything amazing to me. Like, you know, I, on the last show, right? I talked about I talked about uh, Kid Cudi, right? We, we we reviewed Man on the Moon three, and uh, I was specifically talking about Playboy. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Kid Cudi superpowers, right? And I was like, yo, I feel like this is my personal opinion. I said, yo, I feel like uh, Kid Cudi's superpower is his ability to make people feel, make people uh, resonate to like that struggle of having anxiety. And of course, he's extremely musical because he gives a lot of he brings a lot of things to the table. He hums, he harmonizes. He brings melodies. He does a lot of things that I think we can justify and say, this is why Kid Cudi is dope. I think the problem I, I feel with, with Playboy Cardi at this point is that there is not much that he does, technically speaking, as a rapper, 
that I can legitimately stand on and really understand and say, okay, that's why he deserves the hype that he that he's getting. That's why he's the man. That's why it's 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 what he does here. I'm not certain if he does anything that's that tight to me that really garners any any type of um you know the type of hype that he's that he's been getting these last couple of years. He's just a hype artist. He he's somebody who brings the energy. And then also, like he just sounds like a broken record for the majority of his songs. Like let's be real. The repetitive rap, right? The 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 mindless looping of 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 hooks. He's saying the same thing over and over, bro. Like, I'm not a fan of that. I'm gonna I'm gonna just call it call it what it is. To me, it's lazy. Um, but I do want to give the album some credit, even though I'm I'm trashing it a bit. The beats on this album were absolutely next level. I say that respectfully. The beats on this album were some shit that I've never heard before. And, and you know something's hitting you differently when you don't really even know what you're experiencing. There were plenty of songs on here. When I heard the album for the first time, I'm like, bro, I've never heard a drum hit over here like that. I've never heard the synths in the beat hit like that. I've never heard certain arrangements in the production like I did in that album. So I'll give him credit on that front. And maybe that's the Kanye influence. Kanye was executive producer along with a lot of, uh, a couple other notable names, but I don't know, man. I don't know what to make of the album other than musically speaking, this album was garbage. I think it warranted the trashing that it got. It was hype based mainly. And, and we should not really, I don't think we should really look at Playboy Cardi as a premier artist at all. And anybody who does, I need to understand why you, why, what, what is it that, what is it about Playboy Cardi that you really feel he does extremely well? Because I'm yet to hear anybody hype him up and really say, yo, Playboy Cardi is the best at this. Playboy Cardi is top three at this. What does he do? Explain this to me, Q. You may have some more insight. So, I mean, you know, when you, when you talk about music, like, there's different things that music does, right? Sometimes music makes you want to get hyped up. Like, music makes you want to go to the club. Maybe you play it for a pregame. Uh, then certain music makes you feel better about a heartbreak. Certain music makes you, uh, certain music is just good. You just want to listen to it. You like the melodies and all that stuff. And then there's, you know, music that's artistic. I think Playboy Cardi wanted to go the artistic route. He wanted to show off his Van Gogh, his, uh, uh, what's the other guy that makes weird? Uh, Picasso. He wanted to go the Picasso route of music where unexplained sounds, unexplained pitches in his voice, um, like you said, uh, certain ways the instrumentals flow and the beats hit. Like, I think he really wanted to go his artistic and then just to add a little trippiness to it, trippy route. So I'm not as, as crazy as it sounds, as, as ridiculous as it may sound, I'm not sure he was looking to make good music. I think he was looking to make artistic, trippy music. And so um, I'm not going to completely trash him. I personally don't like the album. I know you don't like when people say that. I personally do not like the album. It's not Wait, for what? me. But <laughs> oh, I, not for me part. <laughs> not for me. But I can see where somebody can look at it and say, oh, I see. He's, he's very artistic. He's very daring. He's a fearless musician. So 
I get that part, but but what we can all agree on is it did not meet expectations, point blank, period. And I didn't think it was going to meet expectations. Like, people were expecting this album, they were waiting for it to drop more than they were waiting for Jesus to come back to America, like, to, 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 to the world. Like, that's, the, the, the anticipation for this album was ridiculous, outrageous. And I, I was just sitting in the back like, what? What's going on? But with all that being said, I didn't think he actually sold as well as I thought that he should have sold. He, I think he he pushed like 120K, something like And then do like 150 first week? That's yeah, incredible. Like that. What are you talking That's about? That's really good, but I mean, for, for the hype. Popeye's chicken. The, the, Popeye's chicken destroyed Twitter, and they sold billions of chicken sandwiches. Yeah, but that's what I'm media. Popeye's, Popeye's is a stable in the culture. Playboy Cardi is not. Don't, don't you dare compare the two. All right? You need to knock that off. That's, that's not chicken does. a horrible comparison. Popeye's chicken had to literally say, we don't got no more left. Like, we, we can't make Popeye's chicken sandwiches for the next three weeks because of social media. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, how come Playboy Cardi ain't running out of albums? But... Yo, hey, in all in all seriousness though, for real, while I think the album was not good musically, I would say the album doing 150, if I'm a, if I'm somebody at the label, if I'm somebody who is in charge of his business, I would say that's a win. Right? Like I like when you're talking about music, what defines success as an album? Right? I think that's like the bigger question for me. Like, is it was this album a W or an L? I think your the fans care about was the music good and did, are the people really messing with it? But if you're Playboy Cardi and you're the business people that's behind Playboy Cardi, if it did 150 first week, I feel like it did, a jo- it did its job. Well, that's just my so, sneaky suspicion. So let me ask you something. Like, so, you know, we may, me and you may have to come for some of these people's jobs, some of these executives' jobs. You, you forecast, right? Every time an artist is about to drop something, they forecast how much they think it will sell. They forecast the impact it would have. So as you know, and I know, this album was pushed back to high hell. It was always pushed back. So how did the executives, or why did the executives continuously push the album back if based off the social media uh anticipation based off the expectations it should you should have known it was going to do well you should have known it was going to do well just based off of the people that were on it the 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 anticipation and all that stuff so do you think that they kept pushing it back because they were like the music on here is not good enough to to put out or do you think that they did not envision that it would have this much of an impact on on social media because in my opinion, I thought executives didn't care. I thought all they cared about was really, you know, how popular this thing can be and how, how much it can sell. Yeah. Um, that's a hard question to ask because we're not in no, we're not in those rooms. Like it's not, I mean, it's not easy. But what I will say is I have a sneaky hunch that uh, you know, in addition to just strictly pushing back a release of an album, right? Musically, I feel like when we talk about the, the hype that was built up with Playboy Cardi, I think it has a lot to do with just even some of the imagery associated with the project. Like, think about it. 
think about all of the demonic merch that he put out with the album, right? And I don't mean that figuratively or conceptually. I mean that literally. Like, there was demonic merchandise and imagery on the merchandise he was selling on the website along with the album on the site. You can go check it out. I'm pretty sure it's still there. Maybe it's sold out. I don't fucking know. Um, so maybe they, they had to take their time to figure out that approach, right? Maybe it was the album cover. Maybe it was them trying to figure out the right imagery to put out with the album cover. They had to work with different artists, blah, 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 blah. I feel like it was an artistic thing that was not related to music um, with the album in general. I think all of it had to align. If I'm guessing, that's my that's what I would feel like. So I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I don't know how they measure success at, at, at a label. You know, the nitty gritty things that they really are looking at. But what I will say is on the surface, if we just sit strictly talking about the reception, the impact of how that album dominated the conversation, whether good or bad, I feel like the label has considered this album a win. That's my guess. Now, you and I. We look at impact on a different level. We're looking at, okay, is the album resonating with people in a good way, right? Because you can be impactful. You can be impactful from a, from a positive standpoint and also impactful from a negative standpoint. Like, if we're just talking about whether the album was polarizing, yes, it checked that box. If we're talking about whether the album impacted the culture in a good way, absolutely not. I think people, I think for the vast majority of people, they're looking at this album like it was trash. And I, when I mean by vast majority, I mean the people that that really, their voices really matter. But does it matter? I mean, the thing is... If, it if doesn't. It doesn't. It really doesn't. Is, like, did did anybody expect Whole Lot of Red to be Illmatic Part 2? Like, I, I, that's the thing that's funny to me. Like, we were... I came, I came in on the last episode and we were talking about expectations. I point blank told you I have no expectations for this album. None, musically, in any possible way. I don't even know what to expect. So to me, I just took it for what it was. It was very polarizing. That's, I'll give him that. He found a way to cut through and really make people care about his music. Now, you can care for the worse or you can care for the better. That's kind of where I'm at, is what were people saying? What was their takeaway? And I feel like the overwhelming majority of people did not give a fuck. And they thought it was trash. And all of those streams that equated to 150 first week was people wanting to see what it sounded like. That doesn't mean that people actually was like, oh, that shit is so fire. It was the demand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We all agree on that. Oh no, man. We we talked about Playboy Cardi and see, see, look, he made us, he made us, he made us care so much that we spent 15 minutes on him. Right now. Next topic is a good one. Is Tory Lanez being blackballed? Let me let me uh, help you before I pitch it to you. Let me help you with this story a little bit. So recently, uh, Tory Lanez uh, had a Instagram post in which uh, it showed a picture of him and the baby. It looks like they were exorcists performing an exorcism on some girl in a bed. And that sparked uproar from Megan the Stallion and her hotties. They all went on Twitter and said, the baby, why are you working with Toy Lanes? I thought you had a great relationship with Megan the Stallion. You guys have a whole bunch of songs together. 
uh, blah, 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 blah. Megan Thee Stallion even came out and said uh, that song was made a long time ago. It's not even cleared. And uh, I'm still rocking with the baby. We have a video for our upcoming song coming up. Uh, so is Toy Lanes being blackballed, brother? Like, is, is, is forces trying to stop this guy from succeeding? You tell me. Forces. <laughs> Yo, hey, we got to start putting identities on. Uh, uh, we got to start putting faces to some of these terms. Like when people be like, "Yo, it's Tory blackballed." Okay, by who? Because I know, I, and I know who we mean when we say blackball. It's we're talking about like the powers that be, the labels, the radio, all the people who select playlist songs. Da 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 da. I think if we're if we're if those are the people we're talking about, absolutely. It's it's clear to me that Tory Lanez has been he has been muted, you know, from the conversation. And and you know what's what's crazy is in the midst of all of the drama that has happened all throughout 2020 with these two, Megan Thee Stallion, Tory Lanez. Um, Tory Lanez put out the controversial album Daystar. He followed up that album with visuals that really got people really talking he even dropped an album uh did it i forget the release day q did it come out uh at the, did it come out late last year or at the top of this year that that 10 song um project that tori just put out you know what i'm talking about that's a good question that was early last year i mean late late last year late not early early last year Maybe like March, but let me let me give you an exact date on that. No, 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 no. I'm not talking. I'm not talking about uh, the new Toronto. I'm talking about the ten song project he just put out with that song called Motorboat on it. Oh, it just, oh, it just came oh, out. Oh, it was last year. That was last year. Okay, last okay, year. all right. So, so, exactly. So he put that album out, right? And yeah, he's back on his rapping shit. And uh, do you know how much that album did first week? Just guess. Not good. It was it was pretty bad. Like in, in, I don't think that goes to any surprise, especially given the conversation we're having about being blackballed. And so, look, the album did ten thousand units the first week for Tory Lane standards. That is a clear indication that the demand, the 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 way his music is being highlighted, has completely shifted. And I will directly associate that to his situation with Megan, the court trial. That is still pending. And so, yeah, if we just ask, if we ask in the question, you want me to give you a direct answer? 100% Tory Lanez is blackballed. Um, do I think it's fair? No, I don't. I'm, I'm going to be real with you. I'm going to just come out and say it. You know, if let's say the baby actually wanted to work with Tory, right? And that was not an old song. Does that make Tory a bad person? I'm sorry, does that make the baby uh, a bad person? Does that mean he's automatically siding with Megan Thee Stallion in this regard? I don't think so, man. Like, I've come to the conclusion with this subject that we have we have completely had an absence of grace. And, um, you know, we, we prematurely demonize people, right? We, we prematurely take food off of somebody's plate. We prematurely back somebody into a corner. And that's not me taking Tory's side directly. I'm just simply saying, bro, we don't know what happened. So 
why is it that we as a society cannot just wait until the facts come out before we make these decisions on people's career, right? We're not going to sit here and act like Tory Lanez was not one of, one of the top artists for how many years before this situation? Um, we're not going to sit here and act like Tory Lanez wasn't on every playlist. He wasn't dominating the radio airways with features and his own songs before this situation. But it's clear to me that Tory Lanez has stood up for himself and said, yo, man, I can't wait for the facts to come out. Y'all are going to be so wrong. Let's take him at his word if you want to. Let's act like, let's, say, let's, let's just assume this man was, is telling the truth. How is that going to make us feel as a community when the facts come out and maybe Tory is not guilty as we thought he was? You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like we, we have prematurely blackballed Tory, and I think that's the fucked up part about all of this. Um, and so it puts people in the corner like Megan Thee Stallion. It puts her fans in the corner. They, they, now they're going to go after anybody who's aligned with Tory Lanez who wants to make music, right? It's going to put them people in the corner too. I just think the whole situation is fucked up. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. But I get it though. While I'm saying it's fucked up, I get it because that's what we do as a society. We make assumptions and we act like we have all of the facts. And then we, it's like, we can't help but to pick a side. I feel like that's what people are doing. They're picking a side, even though they don't have all the facts. That's the fucked up part. But Tory Lanez is 100% being blackballed. Let's, let's, let's make no mistake about it. That's what's happening. And that's the reason why he's no, he's no longer on any of the major playlists. He's no longer on Rap Caviar on Spotify. You ain't gonna find his shit on any of the premium playlists which is how these artists be getting all these damn streams in the first place these days. What do you think about this, man? What do you think? Um, I was definitely paying attention to you, by the way. I was, I just wrote down some notes. I, I, I feel okay. like this topic needs some, some, some notes being taken. So do I think Tory Lanez is being blackballed? Of course he's being blackballed. It's obvious. He's being blackballed on social media. He's being blackballed by artists. He's being blackballed by bloggers. He's being blackballed by um, um, streaming platforms. He's being blackballed. That's obvious. But the question is, is it fair to blackball him, right? Um, so you know how I feel. I've already said it. You know how I feel about the whole situation. Um, but let's just put it this way. If Tory Lanez did what he's being accused of, that is really bad. If Tory Lanez did, if, if all the accusations come out to be true, if Tory Lanez gets on Maury right now and does a lie detector test and they say that he shot Megan Thee Stallion, that is really bad. I was saying to myself, I was like, you know, it's funny how people judge other people. You know that whole saying that our parents always used to say, don't judge somebody else, only judge, God can judge me? Because I'm sure you did stuff just as bad as Tory Lanez. I'm like, um, he probably more than likely did not do anything that is just as bad as what Tory Lanez is being accused of. Um, so, you know, there's that. Um, some of the words that I brought up were accusations, forgiveness. Now, given the whole situation, are people ready to forgive him or are people ready to uh, look past some of the things that he did. I don't think so yet. Like this thing is still fresh. 
This thing is still trying to be sorted out. I think one day, a lot more people will be willing to forgive him. Some people are never going to forgive him. Um, even if he is deemed not guilty, I don't think people are going to uh, stop demonizing him for this situation. So that's what it is. Um, another thing that I brought up that is nobody really wants to talk about is the fact that Tory Lanez is an unlikable guy. Nobody wants to bring that up. He's a he's a very unlikable guy. I'm not I'm not saying I don't like him, but like that's kind of the persona he gives off. He says I got all this money. He says, you know, I'll slap you. I've done I'm doing this to his girl. Like if you listen to his 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 latest project, Loner, right? I was alarmed at how much, you know, savagery he was talking about, especially to women, right? He was talking about, yo, I got this girl, this girl's doing this, this girl's doing that, like forget women, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, bro, you, do you know what you're being accused of? Like, he is a very unlikable guy, so it's easy for people to want to blackball him. Now, like, if this guy was, uh, I don't know, who, who Justin Bieber or something like that, and he, he was being accused of what he's being accused of, it might be a little easier to not feel bad, but go listen to Tory Lanez and what he, even still to this day, when he gets on Instagram and some of the stuff that he does, he comes across as very unlikable. So from coming from an unbiased point of view, and that's what I try to do. That's what you try to do. Coming from an unbiased point of view, and I, I want you to help me out in this activity. Tell me, if this is some F boy slash F girl stuff, do you, if this is right or if this is justified or this is flat out wrong? So I'm going to give you situations that's happened to Tory Lanez. Once again, is that some F boy slash F girl stuff? Is that justified or is it just flat out wrong? So, number one, JoJo and Kehlani taking him off of their songs. Is that an F-boys thing to do? F-girl thing to do? Was that justified or was that not, was wrong? Flat out wrong. Um, given the, given what we know, meaning, which is not much, uh, if we're going based off the allegations, yeah, sure, they should take him off because it looks bad. They're women. So, it's just, they should stand with women. And so I get it. I'm not mad at that, though. Take them off. Go ahead. Okay, justified. All right, that's one. Look, politically speaking, I understand why they would take him off the song. Again. Okay. That's, that's fair. Number two, Tory Lanez being removed from Spotify temporarily. He said that Spotify temporarily removed Loner, uh, and then I guess they put it back. What is that? Justifiable? I, I saw that. I think that I think that's, I think I think that's some fuck boy shit on Spotify's point uh, part. Because okay. to be honest with you, these streaming services be doing a lot of fuck shit um, over the years. If you remember when Tentacion was alive, he was going through his allegations in court with domestic violence, and they took his music off a of playlist, right? But yet, uh, they're just not consistent. Like I, that's my problem with the streaming services is. There's no consistency in the way in which they approach these legal matters with artists. 
Because it's like, oh, you take his music off, but then what about R. Kelly? Oh, you take R. Kelly? Okay, what about what about all the other people who've been accused but not convicted? Right? It's a, it's a slippery slope when you start getting into that combo, but in general, that's some fuckboy shit that Spotify in, engages in. Um, don't take his shit off spot. Don't take his shit off the platform. I understand you don't want to add extra promotion, so you take him off the playlist. I get that. Don't take it off the platform. That's fucked up. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Number three, bloggers deciding not to write about him. What is that? Well, see, this is the tricky one because, as you know, um, we are bloggers by definition uh, with the podcast we're doing here. Uh, you with ratings game and what you do over there, that's a that's you're a blogger in that medium with the writing. I think this is a very touchy situation because it's it's very subjective. However, I feel like given the fact that we don't have all the facts, you should try to be as objective as possible in this situation, meaning stay in the goddamn middle. What is in the middle? It's the music guys, they're musicians. If they put out a new project, if you are a goddamn blogger who talks about music, well then talk about the music. Don't just stay away from the legal, stay away from the, the, the stuff that is not confirmed. Stay away from the drama, but talk about the music. But to not even attempt to review it, to me, that's fucked up. That's where the fuck boy, fuck girl shit comes into play, uh, okay. in my opinion. Okay. Um, yeah, but I don't think you're. I don't think you're wrong for talking about it, talking about the music. But if you go a step further by making certain claims, that's where it starts to get touchy, right? Don't put your personal opinion on a situation that is not confirmed. That's where it goes a little left to me. But I don't think it's. I don't think you're wrong for for, for touching on the music. I don't think you're wrong for okay. that. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, but you know the thing about bloggers, bloggers pick and choose what they want to talk about. So they literally do not feel like talking about Tory Lanez's album. They don't got to. It's, 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 so here's a here's a good one for you. Drake and other artists no longer liking his photos on Instagram. Because <sighs> you know for damn well when before this happened, artists were liking his stuff. Artists were retweeting his stuff. Artists were commenting on Instagram. Artists are no longer, especially the bigger ones, no longer doing this. What is that to you? Damn, yo, there's like a light in front of me that's pissing me off. See that? <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm gonna stay over here in that case. But see, this one is this one is tricky, but it's stupid. Um, this one is very similar to the first one which is like Jojo, Kehlani taking them off the music. It's like no longer wanting anything to do with them. It's along those lines, right? Showing affiliation. They don't, they don't, bro, a like? Have we gotten that, that petty in 2021 that you can't even like the man's photo? That means that you, you stand for everything he stands for? Is that, is that what that means? You know how many people I like pictures of that I have no idea what they do in their personal life, but the picture looks cool or the video looks cool? Does that mean I endorse everything because I like someone? I, I think that's what that one is some bullshit. That's some fuckboy shit to me. Okay. I don't like that one. I really don't. That one's stupid. Okay. What do you think about that? What, what do you think about that one? Ah, uh, see, you know, 
<laughs> this world revolves around money. This world revolves around, you know, image. So the image of somebody like a Drake liking Tory Lanez's stuff can come across as you're supporting him. Unfortunately, that's social media is wacky like that. Unfortunately. Um, but you know, to me, um, it's your prerogative. I mean, it's in, in this this game that I'm I'm playing, which that was probably the last that was the last one I was going to give you. The game I'm trying to play is it's everybody's prerogative. It's it's every it's what everybody wants to do. Words of Bobby Brown, prerogative. Um, at the end of the day, if you're somebody that went through domestic violence, if you're a blogger, if you're JoJo and Kalani. Uh, and you guys went through domestic violence, then you're not going to stand for the accusation of it or the situation, uh, the, the fact that this person's in that situation. You're not going to stand for it. So I understand why you would do what you do. If you're somebody who is like, yo, I, I, to me, it's it's that's not my life. That's not something that I have such a hard stance on. Then I understand why you, do, you move the way you move. If you're somebody that is trying to be as unbiased as it gets, you can understand where both sides are coming from. And so I think, yes, Tor Lanes is being blackballed for sure. But um, whether it's right or wrong, it depends on whether or not you're a biased person, whether or not you're somebody that actually cares about things like this and, and, and have a no to zero tolerance. Or whether or not you just like, I don't feel like talking about it. Like, it, it, there's just so much nuance. And, and so it's, it's an interesting thing when you talk about the cancel culture, blackball, all that stuff. It's, it's very interesting. And it's, it's very subjective. It is. It is. And, and I think, um, you know, with all due respect, we've spent a lot of time on this. But I think that's a good segue into the next topic. And by the way. We want to know what you guys think. So if you have an opinion on, you know, the Tory situation or any of the things we talk about on the show, make sure you hit us up on social because we want to hear what you guys have to say. We're not claiming to know everything, but, yo, I think the conversation is more important than who's right or wrong in this situation. Because, you know, when we talk about cancel culture and we talk about hypocrisy, we talk about things that are not as straightforward as they, as some may lead you to believe. You know, it, it reminds me of this next topic, and, and that's uh, Pop Hunter, some new artist from Philly. Um, a young dude. I don't know how old he is, but he seems like a youngin'. A uh, young dude from, I believe he's from North Philly, came out with this viral song called Corvette Corvette. Cor sorry, Adderall Corvette Corvette. Is that the name? Horrible title. One of the worst titles I've heard Horrible of. Horrible For real. But I promise you guys, the title is, the song is not as trash as the title. That, that is what I will say. The, the song is very fun. It's very bouncy. It's a vibe. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm not vouching for his lyricism. But I think I'm it's a cool song. Yeah, it's a cool song. So with that, with that being said, uh, he just dropped a new song probably late last year um, with Lil Uzi, right? Lil Uzi was in the video. It was having fun. Dope video, actually. And I, and I really think Uzi went crazy on that song. Like I like I like Uzi in that bag where he's just having fun. He did very bubbly did. personality showing. But the news came out that Pop Hunter 
again, you guys may never, you may never heard of this guy's name, but we're here to enlighten you. He was accused of snitching, not even accused. He apparently snitched, like the way rappers say don't snitch. He actually snitched. The only caveat that I will say is that he was 13 or 14 when it happened, right? He was a youngin, and I believe he's still a youngin. I don't even think he's 20. But a lot of criticism was met by him. I'm sorry, thrown his way. Uh, Uzi himself was like, yo, oh, you a snitch? Take me off the song that I just blessed you with. I don't even want to be a part of this shit. Take me off, right? Other rappers talking about, oh, nah, see, that, that's what we can't have. We can't have snitches in, 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 in rap. And, and this reminds me, this conversation reminds me, and it really, uh, it, really break, it really goes down to a combo that I've been wanting to have with you on this show for a very long time. And, and we've touched on it uh, a little bit with the, with the Takashi shit, right? But it's more, it's more along the lines of why is there such an obsession with rappers and snitching or not snitching and how that makes you real or not real. Because over the last couple of months, I've heard a lot of rumblings about other people who have been snitches in at labels. I'm not gonna name any names, but what I will say is at Rock Nation, apparently there's this, there's this lady who is a confirmed snitch, but she's part of management. She's a part of the, the CEO group. Right, but there's plenty of street artists that have been signed to Rock Nation. So, why doesn't the snitching shit carry over to business people? Right, like, cause if you're a real artist, right, and you a dude who really cares about snitching, shouldn't you carry that same energy to the people you're signed with that you're getting money with at that level? Or why is it that they only care about it at the rapper level? You know, it's like, oh, we don't have we don't have a problem with them, but like, if you're a rapper, no, you can't be affiliated with none of that. What do you feel about that, man? Like, is that do first and foremost, do you think that Lil Uzi should have really taken himself off of this song? Really been requested to be taken off of this song? And then also the bigger question is, why is it that artists care so much about snitching? So, you know, um thank you for the question. Your host, your honor. <laughs> thank you. For the question, um, give me one second. I, 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 I I've been approved. I've been approved by, by by QD for my question asking. Yes. Yeah. I. I <laughs> so well, here's the thing. The reason I said give me a second is because what I wanted to do was look up the lyrics to Adderall Corvette and his verses. All right. F all the ops for real. Yeah, I'm dissing you. I drop a bag on your head just to get rid of you. I ain't ducking no action. You gonna get rid of who? Me and Tay sliding on dudes and we got missiles too. All right. All right. So you're saying stuff like that, but then you are a confirmed snitch. It's, it's confirmed. He, he confirmed it. They had the paperwork on TV. Uh, so my, my thing is, I see both sides of the fence here. So number one, uh, at 13, 14 year old, 14 years old, 
he I, I think the story is he saw that his his man's got shot and killed and so police took him in and i guess he told on somebody i i i i don't know but that, that's what i believe is is the story yeah that's the story. so yeah he uh so, his, his man's his man's got shot and killed right mm-hmm. and he basically offered information to point the police to the right person who did it yeah right? definition so, of how the rappers say snitching that that yeah. snitch you offering information allegedly you know allegedly. i don't know Allegedly. I mean, there's paperwork there. But, you know, for me, I'm always like, you know, one thing about hip hop, going back to the whole Tory Lanez word that I use, is, you know, hip hop don't be having forgiveness. Like, music in general, you can make a mistake at nine years old. Like, if, if he snitched at nine years old, are you going to be like, yo, man, F this dude. He snitched at nine, nine years old. Like, the decision making of a nine year old is is going to have an impact on your career or how you move moving forward. Like, you ain't getting no respect for what you did at nine years old. Like, I think there has to be some type of understanding, right? There has to be some type of understanding of somebody, maybe they had a slip up in judgment. Maybe they were scared. They were terrified. He's, he claimed he was scared. He said that he was terrified. He didn't know what to do. He was never been in that situation before, and so he did what he thought was right at the time that a 13, 14 year old would do. I, I don't. I'm not about to sit here and excoriate a 13, 14 year old for and hold him accountable for what he did at 13, 14. I did all types of dumbass stuff at 13, 14 years old. I didn't do that, but I, 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 I did all types of dumb stuff. Um, but then at the same time. When you read his lyrics, it's like, if you're going to really live that street life, then there's codes to the street life. Codes that I don't care about, or maybe you don't care about, or maybe your average Joe don't care about. There's codes. When you start talking about you're going to pull up on people, you're going to spin somebody's block, you're talking about you got choppers. Like, okay, if you're talking about all that and you really gully, you can't break probably the number one code in hip hop. And that's snitching. So I don't feel necessarily bad for him because of his content, right? But I do feel like, you know, with this whole non-snitching thing, like there has to be some type of like, at least some type of leniency. Like if he's nine years old, 10 years old, like... Like, so, so, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we gotta, yo, look, 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 let me, let, like, let me, 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 let Let's be clear, man. Like you're a kid, you're doing shit that you probably don't even know why you're doing it. Like so, so, but 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 I think I think this combo. I'm glad you said that, by the way. But where I've been wanting to take this conversation is somewhere different, um, which is, you know, in terms of the way hip hop is set up. You know, what I noticed over the years, and this is coming from somebody who loves hip-hop. Like, I'm a fan of this shit. I come from it. I make, I used to make music. Like, I love this shit. This is my first genre of music that I love. So, 
But that doesn't that doesn't mean hip hop is not exempt from criticism, right? So let's be very clear. But what I notice is that this genre is the only genre in the in music. Period. Go through all of the genres that the artist themselves has to be real. They have to represent every word that they say in, in their lyrics. It has to be 100% believable. And if you notice, R&B music is not like that. It's performative. It's, it's, it's kind of like movies, right? When, when, if, somebody is, if somebody is actually in a movie, when, 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 when Arnold Schwarzenegger played Terminator, I'm not like, oh, fam, that nigga really has a bionic eye in his real eye. Like, everything he's saying in the, in the, in the movie, everything, he's, everything he shows, oh, it has to be 100% real. I think there is a performative aspect of music, specifically rap, that no one wants to accept. And that's why when the real street artists talk about, um, oh, that person ain't real, they're not really living out their real rhymes, duh, like, everybody is not street. And just because they talk about street shit, why do we hold them up to the ideals that hip hop has seemingly placed on everybody who is in the genre? You don't have to be this real one, this dude who, who commits crimes, right, for survival and, and, and really be all the all the things that they want to uh, they want to glorify and make you make you uh, a part of that culture. Like I just that that's my biggest thing is why do we put those? You know, I say we I mean, like we all are a part of this. Why do we put these expectations on every single hip hop artist that they must be 100 percent real in everything that they're saying? Why is that? Like, is, you don't think that's weird that hip hop is the only genre that really does that? Well, you know, I mean, it, it, that's true. It's true. I, I, I just think, like, going back to what I was saying earlier, where, yeah, you, I mean, I, I think, do, do I think if right now Kanye West snitched on somebody, hip hop, Street people are gonna be like, we can't rock with you, Kanye West. You snitch. Do you know Kanye was wearing a MAGA hat? Like he 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 was still on Two Chains album. He was still on Playboy Cardi's album. You know why? Because Kanye don't talk about shooting people in his music. Because Kanye don't talk about, oh man, I I spin the block on his music. Like at the end of the day, I'm with you. I understand. Like that hip-hop artists are held to a certain standard but you have to remember that's the street hip-hop artists that's the people that are over here talking about shooting people now the other artist look, look blake shelton can snitch on somebody right now and his record sales will still be the same like but walk to the police right now and say kelly clarkson shot me and nobody would care I feel you, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. There's street artists who are also in R&B. There's street artists that are in every other genre too. Like, have you heard the stories about Keith Sweat? They say Keith Sweat is, was a goon, like a straight up. He was harder than all of these rappers. Jaheim will punch me in the face right now. Jaheim will punch most people in the world. No, you see, Jaheim's a big ass dude. Like, Joe, but, Jodeci, them dudes, them dudes in Jodeci. Real street dudes, but they oh, happen to say yeah. R and B. Am I taking every word that they put out in, in their in their R and B love songs super to the to the T? No. Like, but, if, if, but if they talk about 
stuff like shooting. Remember, like it's one thing you can get away with. Hip hop has shown you you can get away with stuff, right? Hip hop has shown you you don't got to 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 wear baggy clothes no more. Like like Young Thug wore a dress. Every single hip hop street artist still wants to work with Young Thug. They don't care. But snitching to hip hop people is at the high. That's like the biggest sin, like to them. In the yeah, but what? But what's I'm I, challenging? But what I'm challenging, and I'm not a street dude. You're not a street dude. Is probably mad people who listen to our show who are not street. So we will probably never understand. But I'm just simply asking these questions that to me are very confusing. We're not gonna we're not gonna sit here and act. We're not gonna sit here and act like. The street rules in hip hop are not confusing and potentially hypocritical in in a lot of respects. That's it one is. thing. I, that's one thing I want us to talk about. Like I said, I'm, I'm trying to tell you, every industry has their number one sin. Like every industry, in the if I go to the NBA and I do all kinds of stuff, right? Uh, they'll they're probably fine with it. But the number one thing in sports you cannot say is you are a cheater. If they call you a cheater, you can be blackballed. If they call you a gambler, you can be blackballed. If I go to the fashion industry and you do certain things there, they have their number one sense. Hip hop, street hip hop in particular, has its number one sin. That is snitching. You can't get mad at it because every single industry has their number one sin that gets you blackballed. The acting community. There's things. What, did you know Whoopi Goldberg is blackballed? Did you know that from 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 Hollywood? She's blackballed for some what shit. The hell did, what the hell did Whoopi Whoopi do? I don't know what the hell Whoopi Goldberg. But have you seen Whoopi on a movie? She said she's been blackballed. So every uh, industry has well, their. Well, well, so so has Monique. Monique, Monique says she's been blackballed. Monique has been blackballed. So, so but but here's here's the thing I do want to say. Here's the thing I do want to say. I think. A lot of people on social media, they run with how, the problem is social media to me. Social media runs with what hip hop people say. Social media runs with what Meek Mill, all these street people say, and then they're the ones that are saying, you snitch, oh, I can't run with you, you snitch. Hip hop ain't the world. Like (laughs) street hip hop, street hip hop makes, People that are as street as the people that hip hop people claim to be make up one percent of the world. One percent, <laughs> right? Exactly. Like, the, the thing that hip hop can be saying no snitch, no snitch, no snitch, but majority of the world don't go by hip hop laws. Like they don't go by hip hop laws. So social media, all you social media users that are over here talking about, I'm a black ball pop punter too. I be your own person. You not you not Meek Mill. Like you not. You not all these street people. Like, for right. all these people that think hip hop laws are what human beings to live by, that's not that's not facts. That's not true. Like, I, nobody I, lives I, by hip hop laws. Like, in, I, in I, I want I, I 100%. Yeah, I want hundred percent agree with you. And then also, just like to to cap this up, this combo off. Um, I I will legitimately say this dude's career is in jeopardy. Because of something that it just started, his career just started. He just started getting popping, right? Sort of. Uh, 
his career is now in limbo because if he is a street artist like he claims to be, and these street dudes who he wants to collaborate with are now understanding that's who he was at age 14, you better believe it's going to be hard for him to really be accepted in the, in the culture which he seemingly is trying to navigate through right now. It's going to be difficult by the, by the laws of street hip-hop, the laws that are, that are in place, the, the, the 10 hip-hop commandments. One of them, if not half of them, are related to snitching. It's going to be hard to work with the little Uzi Verts of the world, the, the babies of the world, the, the, all of those people in the world. But I mean, I'm sure he can work with, he can work with Bad Bunny or he can work with <laughs> somebody. He can work with Kanye or something. Somebody who don't care about it. But I mean, it's really when it when this is what you call character assassination. Like when think of, think about hip hop. I hate to sorry. I, I don't want to keep this going, but this is interesting. Keep think about hip hop and all of the accusations and all of the things that people have said about our favorite rappers, right? In the past, Jay Z outed Prodigy, rest in peace, Prodigy. Jay Z outed him on stage, said he was a ballerina, and he had pictures. You were a ballerina. I got pictures I can show you, or whatever he said on there. Uh, Cameron was outed. They try to say that he was snitching. They try to say. Allegedly. Uh, the game was outed for being a stripper and being on um, Change of Heart. The game got clout. Prodigy got respect. Uh, keep going. Who else Who else was outed? Um, Rick Ross, the biggest boss in the game, was outed for being a CO. Drake was... They're trying to out Drake for being some actor that is not about that life or whatever. Everybody has something attached to with this. The, with, the, with, the, with the blackface. Drake with the blackface shit. Drake with blackface. You can say Drake with blackface. You can say, keep going. Nicki Minaj's body is not hers. Um, you know, 21 Savage really ain't from Atlanta. He's from the UK. Uh... Every black Tiger, Tiger was on MTV being a fake hip hop rapper. Tiger's broke. Like everybody has something attached to them that you can claim should have been blackballed. Rick Ross, they claim it was a CO, a correctional officer. No, 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 no. (laughs) But but see, you know, a lot of these situations, if not if not all of them, they're not even speculation. These are confirmed. Confirm. Rick Ross confirmed he it was a picture. It was real. He was a CEO. It's not, it ain't no freaking debate. Like we're not debating whether or not he was a CEO. We're debating whether or not we should care that he was has a CEO. Rick, has Rick Ross has Rick Ross had a successful career? If anything, Rick Ross got more popular. He got 100%. more popular. So it's like all these people that want to be like, yo, oh my God, these rules, black ball this, black ball that. Your favorite rapper more than likely has something on them that will look bad. And you know what? We shall see, in a way to round this converse conversation out, we shall see how the Tory Lane situation unfolds at the end of the day. We shall see what happens with Pop Hunter. Maybe not even at the end of the day. We might even find out next week. Like, because I don't even know. Listen, this is pretty bad. 
I'm sorry. Like this is one of the this is one of the worst snitching joints that I've heard in a minute. Like, I think snitching is a popular topic right now. So it, it is. It, it is. It, it, it's it was bad timing. It was very bad timing. Who who outed him? Who, who the hell found him? Hey man. Hey, bro, hey, bro, bro, I don't know, man. Bro, you I, can I, end I, somebody's I, career by just having public records, like brother. Right. Let me get let me get on this U.S. Department. Hey yo, hey yo. At, at one point or at some point, they're gonna start getting illegal public records. Because you know, like right now, if you go to court, you can get that record. That's a public record. Now, yeah. wait till they start getting wait wait till, hey. dude, wait till they do wait till they start getting rappers' medical histories. They might find out somebody <laughs> got yo somebody got hip replacement. Oh, what? what yo. 50 Cent had a, he had two hip replacements? Oh, he ain't I was going to say, one of the biggest ones that people don't talk about, 50 Cent. They claim 50 Cent was a snitch. They claim that he was dropping dives, right? 50 Cent. Like, let's. Yeah, that's true. On. That's true. Murder Inc. Murder Inc. And them, that was the, that was. Yeah, like, that, this is getting out of hand, man. This is getting crazy. Bro, listen, I, I don't give a fuck about this snitching shit. I really don't. And, and I, that's how I would end the conversation off. I personally don't care who's a snitch and who's not. I'm gonna be. I'm just being 100 real. I, I'm not getting caught up in that in that street shit because I'm not in the streets, nor do I ever claim to be in the streets. So y'all rappers don't have to make me believe the shit you want me to believe. I'm just not. I'm choosing not to believe this shit. Listen, I'm. What I'm gonna say is, if you talking that talk, if you talking like you really about that life, make sure you don't snitch because that is <laughs> like. That that's bad. It's it's sad that you have to make that PSA. <laughs> you really about that life? Don't talk no, about no, no. Don't snitch. That that's it. Yo, bro, let's move on, man. Let's move on. I think. So. <laughs> oh, you want to kick this uh, off? Topic we got is the rise of the UK artist. So uh, there was an article that I read. Uh, it's actually on Ratings Game Music. Check it out. Ratings Game Music. Painfully honest reviewers. Um, it's an article that said that uh, UK artists made up 10% of all the streams from 2020. 10% in the world. In the world. Uh, in the article, they point out uh, the rise of Skepta, the rise of uh, artists like Dua Lipa and uh, Georgia Smith my third wife and uh they just also talk about how uh you know uh, respect in for uk artists is just starting to rise uh, and coincidentally earlier this week uh young thug in an interview where he wanted to clarify his comments uh that he made about european uh i guess it was european people i don't know if it's european artists or people but he went on to say that uk got some hitters he named skepta uh, he named uh, gigs and all those people. So I'm curious to know what you think about UK artists, guys, <clears throat> where you see them going, and whether or not they can garner the respect of American artists in the near future. Great, great question and great topic. Um, you know what, though? What's, what's interesting to me is that you know, while it seems every country 
wants to aspire to do what Americans are doing, and I mean that respectfully, I mean everything from uh, the music to the culture to some, even some of the food, you know, you talk to a lot of people from around the world and they want to aspire to be who America, in, you know, embodies, right? I'll give you an example. This has nothing to do with UK, but it was funny to me. I found out about this South African artist named Casper Neovest like three years ago, right? Found out about this guy, and apparently he was dubbed and, and deemed as the South African Drake, right? Where I say that to say, bro, he literally sounded like Drake. He was rapping like Drake. The production he used sound like Drake. Uh... And he was as big as Drake in his country. Like they looked at him that way. His name is Casper Neo Vest. He actually makes pretty dope music, but he has nothing to do with 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 UK and America for that matter. And uh, what's funny is Drake is not even from America. That's the end. Uh, <laughs> which I know a lot of people know, but it's funny. Yeah, to it's true. You have to remind people Drake <laughs> yeah. is not. You have to remind people Drake is not from the US. Yeah, it's too many. Name Bolt is not from the US. Justin Bieber, uh, Justin Bieber, The Weeknd, The Weeknd, bro. Th like, there's so many people that are like popular, popular that thrive in America that are actually not American technically. But you know, whatever. It's weird. But neither here nor there. Um, I do believe that UK artists have a lot of freaking talent, and and you know, you talked about some of them, right? Gigs, um, Skepta. You know, some of the people who have tried to really cross over in America and, they, and they're kind of doing it successfully, but there's still, there's still a lot of room for growth. You know, one of the biggest artists in you in the UK is Dave. A lot of people don't even know that. Very basic name. His name is Dave. However, if you talk to anybody in the UK, which I've talked to a few, if, if, if you understand the, the way the music is performing out there in terms of hip hop, and just in general, Dave is one of the most played artists in the UK. Um, and you're, you know, if we're talking about America, you probably have never heard his name, right? Um, Stormzy, another big artist. Chip is one of the dudes who've kind of been around for a long time. He's collaborated with a lot of uh, a lot of American artists. Um, one artist that you probably have heard him collaborate with in the recent past is uh, Roddy Rich. You know, they had a song which I thought was really fucking fire. Um, but anyway, there's, there's just a lot of dudes. Hetty One, uh, Stefan Don, we forget she's from America. I'm sorry, from the UK, even though she hasn't really popped, popped the way I think QC and the people who signed her maybe envisioned her to, to pop once they did sign her. Um, you know, rest in peace to MF Doom. MF Doom, man. He, he's actually originally from the UK and it's clear to me that he, he is a respected and revered rapper, um, producer, songwriter, um, figure in, 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 in the culture of hip hop. And I mean that respectfully, respectfully from the people who are um, a little older than us, right? Because he was older than us. He's not really part of the new school at all. But, it, but I think his, his, uh, his, his presence is felt. Overall though, I feel like UK and I'm forgetting a lot of artists, which I'm sure you'll be able to help me fill in, but I do feel like the UK has a really strong presence. Um, in American culture, you know, you talk about the drill scene. You know, it's argued that 
drill music started in Chicago, right? Which it quickly made its way to the UK once that shit was blowing up in the mid 2010s. Uh, but I do feel like they have a place, man. And it's, that number that you gave, by the way, is staggering. That they make up ten percent of the. Would you say the popularity? What was the What was the number you said? Ten percent of all streams, music streams. Ten percent of all streams in twenty twenty was UK artists. That that number is pretty staggering. Like I don't I don't think people understand that that number is very high. Like if you're in America, like we are, you probably don't have any UK artists in your regular rotation. Think think about when they talk about worldwide. People have to remember when they talk about worldwide, India has a billion people. Like <laughs> to make up 10% of the world means that you are getting a good chunk of a bunch of different random countries. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I want to kind of pivot. I mean, I want to you 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 said something. Thank God that you said it. You said yeah. people forget Drake is actually from Canada. America has to be the best thieves in the world. We are thieves, dog. Like we, we are, and I mean that in a, in a kind of endearing way. I mean that in a way that, like, a respectful way, where we do a really good job of claiming people, and I guess maybe boosting their careers when they get more affiliated with American culture. Right. So your typical person would say, man, UK artists, I don't got no UK artists in my playlist. That's what you said, right? You, I don't got no UK artists in my playlist. I don't listen. Yeah. UK rap is the one that a lot of people are like, it's distinctive. That's the one where you can tell, where you're like, oh, yeah, I can tell. He's talking about butter. Man, I'm about to put the butter. Like, you can hear the accent and all that stuff in UK rap. So it's harder to translate to American listeners that listen to rap. But let me ask you something. You don't have Ed Sheeran in your playlist? You don't have Adele in your playlist? You don't have Dua Lipa in your playlist? Harry Styles, Georgia Smith. Oh, how about this? You don't have Ella May in your playlist? That's a UK artist. There you go. Sam Smith, Amy Winehouse, Calvin Harris. You know? Yeah. So wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Calvin Harris is from the UK? Calvin Harris is a UK. UK. I had no idea. I had no that, idea. To, to name a few, Charlie XSXCX. Like these are big name, especially pop artists. Yo, yo, that, hey, sorry, sorry. Not to not to interrupt, but I do want to throw somebody in here who's not an artist, rapper, or singer, but is somebody who is two people who are very respected in hip hop in America. And that's number one, Tim Westwood, right? Tim Westwood historically in rap is a destination that rappers go to when they go out to UK. They got to make a stop at Tim Westwood and um, Charlie Slaw. Charlie Slaw, they're, they're, they are big, perfect. huge, perfect, you know, two huge figures in, in hip hop that, that I don't think your average person in America really knows the name. But if you're somebody involved in hip hop music, you are aware of your favorite rapper going to the UK and murdering a freestyle. So you you know you're it's like you are getting engulfed in the in the UK culture whether you actually realize it or not some way or some you know exactly it's really, exactly it's really weird but uh, but I do want to throw them names in there because they they are important they exactly are important. And, and 
And to to even go a route without singers and rappers, UK have been dominating the television industry and the movie industry. Like Spider-Man is Andrew Garfield. All these people are UK. And like two of the four Spider-Mans have been UK. Idris Elba is UK. They just play American movies. They do American movies. You know, one thing I want to say, I know this is Ill-Advised Wise, guys, it's a music show. Stop casting Black UK people to play prominent American Black people. I do not want a UK person playing Martin Luther King. You did a great job. (laughs) (laughs) To play Martin Luther King. David, oh, oh, yeah, Walu. He he's he's a great actor, but I do not want anybody who is not American to play Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, Rosa Parks. They got some, some a UK artist playing Rosa Parks. Stop that, please. No, you no, you're right about that. I think um, even if I'm not mistaken, I may be wrong with this, but there was a there's a series that just came out, well, recently came out called Charm City. That Meek Mill starred in, um, but there was a little boy. Who, if I'm not mistaken, he's also from the UK, but you won't know because his accent is—he switches it up and he sounds like he's from Baltimore in the show. But I believe he's actually from the UK. That's why I forget his name. But but yeah, dude, they there's a lot of that going on. When they bring in, they bring in, they bring in these guys and they play. I'm not saying UK player person can't play an American. I'm I'm fine with that. Like I'm He's talking about notable Americans. I'm talking about notable, like Martin Luther King. Like that happened. Like somebody not from America played Martin Luther King. Like that that's me. That's I have a problem with that. But anyway, um, but yeah, I mean I, I, I think UK artists, I, I look forward to in the next couple of years really like listening to UK music. I, I hear uh people are uh really enjoying it. Like it's it's something that's new. They're bringing a nice dope sound. They're moving. They're moving hip hop forward, whether you like it or not. Like they're moving hip hop forward. But I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, to be real with you, I I still can't get hit to to hit UK rap. I I've done everything in my power to get hit to it. Like the accents, I just can't get past it, right? Like I I I've done everything, man. Like I I don't know. You give me some suggestions, like well. I, I yeah, we, well, we have we got some listeners in the UK, you know, and, and maybe you guys will be able to suggest who we should get our feet wet with, you know, as far as artists. Who is that right artist that you need to listen to that really opens up the, you know what I'm saying, the floodgates to the rest of the the, the guys in the U, guys and girls in the UK? Um, but let us know though, because you're right, man. I I haven't really dove into a particular artist in particular, right? Like I have listened to features from UK artists. I've yeah. listened to maybe a song or two from one, you know, that, that may be bubbling, but like I haven't really indulged in it, you know, the way in which I know I probably could. And what's funny is if you go on YouTube, uh, you can, you know, that's like a really big craze and trend right now, which is Americans really tapping into UK music. I, I've, I've peeped. If, you, if you're a part of the reaction culture, if you're a part of music review culture on YouTube when you when you watch any of this stuff, you see the trends in the way people are consuming certain music. And, and that's definitely one. It's UK music. Is the trend right now, the key words is Americans reacting to UK rap. That's that's literally the key word that you search in YouTube right now. 
and you'll see mad videos pop up on that. But yeah. So so maybe maybe it is that time. Maybe we do need to incorporate some UK music on the show. You know what I'm saying? I mean, or just or just lend a lend an ear to to some of the artists that's really making noise. I need to. I need to. We shall see, but I think we should move on though, man. Shout out to the UK. And also shout out to the people that are trying their hardest to even bring UK music into American culture. Like Drake. Drake is one of them dudes that's been adamant at like you know being a part of that culture, really collaborating with them. And, and, and I know he's not the only one, but um, yeah, man, that's how it starts, though. It starts with those collaborations. It starts with people respecting a Drake and being like, oh, wait, who's, who's Skepta? Who's that guy? Who's Diggs? Start spoon feeding, you know, just yeah. little by little. And then eventually you can be a full-blown uh, UK rap fan. So that's cool. Yes, sir. Uh, sorry, let's move on though. Next topic. Snoop yes, Dogg has a problem. Or should I say Eminem has a problem with what Snoop Dogg said recently. So just to give you guys some background, um, I think this whole issue between these two dudes started with um, Snoop Dogg coming on The Breakfast Club. This is last year at some point. And he was really talking about who his top 10 artists were of all time, top 10 rappers were of all time. And he started naming dudes like that are... And you would associate an old head naming Rakim. He started naming, you know what I'm saying, the, the, the typical people. And then, uh, if I'm not mistaken, somebody asked him about Eminem, and he was like, he took offense to it almost. Like, his, his tone kind of changed. He was just like, no, nah, hell no. Nah. Like, I don't listen to Eminem. He's like, yo, who, who listens to Eminem? We don't respect. We don't, we don't vibe. We don't live anything, to, you know, of what Eminem stands for. So there's no reason why he would be in my top ten. That sparked the conversation at the time. Fast forward to Eminem dropping his new out, newest album, where if I'm not mistaken, he has a song called Zeus, right? Where he took shots at people in typical Eminem fashion. Uh, and Snoop Dogg was one of the guys that he took a shot at, right? And, and following that song, Eminem actually did an interview where he was, he showed, he was, he was just really disappointed. It wasn't that... Snoop Dogg said Eminem is not in my top five. He was kind of just thrown off, according to Eminem, at the tone in which he kind of just blew him off. Almost like his legacy and the music that Eminem put out didn't really matter. And before I kick this off to you, Q, I do want to say, hopefully Dr. Dre is doing well, because I'm sure he wouldn't want to see both of these dudes going at each other. Dr. Dre is at the heart of both of these dudes' careers. And it's a damn shame that they're arguing in the first place over who was in the top five. I'm sorry, top ten of Snoop Dogg's list. What do you feel? First, I got two questions for you. Number one, um, should these two just stop beefing and stop arguing over Snoop Dogg's list? And two, where is Eminem in your top <laughs> top list of rappers? Because we talk about this shit, and, and I know the culture talks about lists all the time. And I know this is a hot debate, but I do want to get those two questions uh, answered from you. So what do you what, what do you think about this, man? Whew, that's a loaded, loaded two questions. So I, before, I, before I answer them, I'm going to say, this is what Eminem said on Zeus. Um, the last thing I need is Snoop Dogging me. Man, dog, you was like a damn God to me. Man, not really. I had dog backwards. 
Is that a dope line? I don't know if that's a dope line. Kids, I, tell me, is, is that clever? I, it was clever. It was witty. This is a dope line. I, I, I <laughs> which Snoop said is that was kind of weak. Is it weak? Is, is it weak? Is this a weak line? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, hey, throw them, hey, throw those bars in the trash. Let's be real. <laughs> throw those bars in the trash. But, 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 I do have some Eminem slander, not because I like slandering Eminem, but it's just the truth, guys. We just gotta accept certain things. Eminem be saying a lot of corny shit, and he yeah. masks it with his ability to rap extremely fast yeah. and rap in these pockets that a lot of people can't rap in. So when you dissect the lyrics, it's gonna be a lot of shit like that. It's like I think yeah, I don't think that's really that tight. I think he purposely tries to be corny. Um, but ask uh, to answer your question. Um, you know the thing about hip hop that is pretty funny. Hip hop rappers be the most sensitive people sometimes, man. The most sensitive people. Like think about. Eminem came into the music industry over here talking about killing his wife, over here talking about I'm the best rapper in the world. I'm I, Dr. Dre is locked up in my basement. Dr. Dre is locked up in my basement. I I hate my teacher. You say one little bad thing about Eminem, he cries. The whole murder to be music to be murdered by, he's talking about bloggers. Oh, bloggers didn't like my last album. It was trash. Your, your, your albums have been bad. Eminem has not been a top-notch rapper since 2010. And I'm being subjective. I'm being opinion. Wait, 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 wait. Before I let you get that off, was the album trash or was it not for you? <laughs> no, that was bad. The, I mean, I'm, I'm not talking about music to be murdered by is actually pretty decent. Yeah, that's his other Kamikaze, one, Kamikaze. Uh, Kamikaze was pretty decent. The one before Kamikaze, what, what was that one called? Uh, the, uh, shoot, recovery. You know what I'm talking. No, 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 <laughs> no, man. Relapse. The, the, there was a string of bad Eminem albums. Like it, it was justifiable to say that he was not a good rapper at that time. Like it was the the stuff that he's complaining about. It was justifiable. Look yourself in the mirror. Like, hey, bro, now, hey, bro you, you talking about revival? Revival, yes. Revival was the trash album. Like, yeah, like the one with Ed Sheeran was on songs. But my thing is this, though. My thing is this. Nav, Nav will be the first to tell you he was trash at one point. Nav will be the first to tell you, I didn't think I was that good. I've gotten better. Critics didn't like my stuff. I get it. Eminem, you can't tell me relapse was good. Like you can't tell me recovery was good. Like you can't tell me a bunch of these albums that were not good were good. It's okay. Like in my lifetime, <laughs> you know how many people told me I sucked at something. I've, I've been told I suck at all kinds of things. Like you take it as criticism. Like you weren't at your best place. So what? So like to hear him kind of complain about Snoop Dogg saying he's not in my top five. So what? So what? Like, who cares? Like, but 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 you but you know what though? And that's why I, that's why I was very clear. 
if you listen to Eminem's interview that he did after he put that song Zeus in that album that. out, he that. said, I don't care. This is what he claims. He said, I didn't care that Snoop said he's not, I'm not in his top 10. That's what he said. But he said what I had a problem with was the way Snoop Dogg was trying to basically dismiss uh, Eminem's impact in, in how his music resonated with certain people. All, all Snoop was saying was, bro, like, I ain't grew up in no fucking trailer park. Like, the shit he was talking about, I can't relate to killing my, wanting to kill my mom. I can't relate to wanting to kill my girl. I can't relate to none of this shit that Eminem made a name off of. So, therefore, he's not in my top ten. And I, I can relate to that shit that Snoop said. That's one of my biggest criticisms about Eminem is that shit he says I can't relate to. A lot of times, the thing about these rappers if you don't kiss their ass, they're mad at you. I'm not about to kiss your ass just to kiss your ass. Like, and then the day, like, academics. Academics said in his conversation with Meek Mill, he was like, when Meek Mill, Meek Mill said, stop going to his site or whatever, stop posting me. He didn't lose no money. Like, he's, at the end of the day, like, okay, I'll stop. But, like, I don't, I don't got to change because I don't got to always say something nice about you to win. Like, Bloggers, we, I'm going to say you, me, everybody, critics, we got to tell the truth. That's the most important thing. We got to tell our truth. And our truth is your stuff was not that good. Like at one point, I will always praise you for good. I, I, music's been murdered by is pretty good. I still think Eminem is a pretty decent rapper. We got to tell our truth. Snoop Dogg got to tell his truth. Yeah. Dr. Dre got to tell his truth. Everybody's got to tell their truth. That's their truth. Now, did he say it harshly? Was Snoop Dogg say it harshly? I, I would say it was. It, it was, was a little. It was pretty harsh. It, it was, was pretty harsh. harsh. It, but I don't think it was harsh enough for Eminem to go on wax and say you because Eminem said some pretty hurtful stuff. If you if you really dig deep into what he said on the lyrics, he said. Last thing I need is Snoop Dogg in me. I looked at you like a legend. Nah, not really. Like that. These dudes have records together. These dudes have been seen together multiple times. So like, I always, I always have issue with people going like in the future, going back in time, like trying to say, oh, like you know, one thing about the Last Dance, you know, with, with Michael Jordan in the Last Dance, he starts to find out. Oh well. Scottie Pippen didn't really get along with such and such. Michael Jordan didn't really get along with such and such. It kind of tarnishes my view of what the Bulls were back in the day. Like, yeah. you know, when Eminem says a statement like, I used to look at you as a legend, nah, not really. It kind of tarnishes the songs they did together. Pick up a phone. Y'all both are almost 50 years old. Like, pick up a phone. It is what it is. I. It's funny because when I heard the line, I actually thought it was a joke. Eminem, like I said earlier, Eminem said he got Dr. Dre locked up in his basement. Did, did I take that seriously? So I thought it was a joke. Now, to go to your last question, sorry, I know I'm rambling. To go to your last question, uh, where's Eminem in my top whatever? Eminem is probably, this is my truth, no disrespect. Eminem is maybe like 15, 10? Somewhere between 10 and 15. Like, he's not ahead of J. Cole for me. Kendrick Lamar. 
It's not what is Lil Wayne, Jay Z. Mm-hmm. I'm not even sure he's a real talk. I'm not even trying to be funny. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm not sure he's ahead of Rick Ross for me. Like, I'm, bro, bro, he, bro. I was, I was thinking yeah, the same thing. I'm not even trying to be funny. I'm not even trying. No, to be I'm not. I, he's not. He's not. He's not. And he, to, to me, and, and respectfully speaking, I don't even believe he is ahead of DMX. I don't believe he's ahead of. Like, I don't believe he's ahead of a lot of people. Yeah, exactly. And, and so I, I don't think we should spend time like really naming our top 10. That's not what this is about. It's more so about like, like you said, I'm glad you said that. Living your truth, saying what is on your heart, even if it offends somebody. And and and, and Eminem got to get over himself. I've had issues with Eminem going after people who are defenseless. Like, I, I will never respect, and I'm saying this straight up, I will never respect Eminem for dissing Britney Spears, for dissing Mariah Carey on records. I will never respect him for dissing people who are not on his level. Like, you should be, like, we, this is the rant that I, I've been waiting for, but I'm not even going to go all in. But and you, you said it, Nick Cannon is one. Why do we give Eminem so much credit? And why is he so feared? in the rap community when in fact this is not a matter of opinion this is a fact he has never had a true back and forth battle lyrically with anyone who was even close to his level in terms of respectability that is not something that should not should should go unstated as a matter of fact we should ask ourselves why is that why is that I can think of a couple things why. Of course, I would be speculating, but to me, but I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna speculate. But I just want people to really sit with that and say, all of them other people that we consider at the top of our 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 our, our list have either been in conflict with people who are on their level or close to it, or they were revered enough to where people didn't even dare go at them, and there was a legit reason why. The reason why Kendrick, to me, is in that top tier, not only for the album that he's come out with, not only because he's had he's had multiple classics, but because he can put out an album. I'm sorry, he can put out a song like Control, right? Remember when he's going at going at the game, going at everybody in rap and saying, "Y'all not fucking with me," and I dare one of y'all to say my name. The re- the way he can, the reason why he can say that is because people respect him enough to where they won't even dare say his name out loud. And the one person who really had an issue, who really came out and said his name that people respect was Big Sean. He didn't really say his name, but knew, people knew who he was talking about, right? Uh, we, we fuck with Big Sean on this show. And I think more people need to really respect Big Sean's legacy, not only for the music he's put out, but more importantly, because of <laughs> his ability to rap at a supreme level. But I'm not going to go too far on that combo. That's not what this is about. I just want to say Eminem is a legend. Let's be very clear about that. Eminem is an incredible rapper. Let's be very clear about that. But to act like it's blasphemous to say he's not in somebody's top 10, we got to stop that shit. Eminem is not in a lot of people's top 10. And if he's in yours, great. Have a blast. Go listen to more of his music. It's not crazy to say he's not in your top 10 list. That's what we got to get over. We have to stop that. 
if now if if somebody said Jay-Z is not in my top five list, you need to be drug tested immediately. <laughs> and even if and even if he was not somebody that you really really listened to growing up, you should revere respect his discography and understand the impact that he's truly had in rap enough to where he should be in your top list. Just off that alone. Well it go it goes it goes to this the the thing I have an issue with is in, in hip hop, hip hop is fractured. Like the, the people's opinions on hip hop is fractured. Okay, like if if in the NBA, right? Let's let's equate this to NBA sports. NBA and hip hop are very similar and synonymous. Um, in the NBA, when you talk about the top passers of all time, Magic Johnson's on your list, John Stockton's on your list. Uh, whoever LeBron James is on your list, you talk about top scorers. J- Jason Kidd, don't, don't, don't forget to throw in Jason Kidd, all all the great Kidd on the list. Um, yeah, hell yeah. You know, and then you talk about top scores. Some people are like Carmelo Anthony will be one of the top scores of all time because of his ability to score and all his like his how he scores and such and such. How come hip hop people don't do that? Like, let's say Eminem. When you talk about MCs, when you're talking about killer MCs, like can go toe to toe with anybody, Eminem's on top five. Like top five killer MCs, like serious punchlines, um, you know, such and such. When it comes to song making, Eminem is not in my top 50. Top 50. He may not even be my top 100 when it comes to song making. Why Eminem makes my top 20 in rappers of all time is because he is a superior rapper in terms of MC skills. Skill. I I say it all the time. It's technical. technical. But when it comes to song making, I I actually do not think he's a great song maker. Now, here's the thing. Jay-Z is a good song maker. Jay-Z is a good MC. He has the whole package, so he deserves top five spot. Lil Wayne is a good song maker. Great lyricist. He's J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar. These they're both. They're good at both. But in terms of MC skills, yes, Eminem is definitely in my top five in terms of MC skills. But in terms of overall rappers, he's not. And that, that that's just my opinion, thinking of it yeah. subjectively. No, nah, that's a that's actually a great point. You know, that's a great point, man. And and it, it leads me down the path of, you know, towards the end of this last decade, 2020, where, you know, as always, when the year ends, people put together their top lists of the year. Right? When, like when I look when I watch people's lists, you know, the reason why it's hard for me to put out a list, it's not because I don't think I can come up with a quality one, it's because I want it to be very clear that this is my list. This is my list. I'm not speaking for the world. This is my list. I think that's where people get it fucked up. They, they say, here's the top 50. No, my, no, my G. That's your list. And your list is trash. Let's be real. And But, but more importantly, to, to your point, right? Why is there not a separation of top five artists, uh, top five rappers, They'll put in people who are like at the technical level of rap, like people who are more aligned with like a, 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 a 
Eminem, right? Like people who kind of do what he does. They're very technical, right? Look at the Grammys list of people who are on that list of top uh, of rap album of the year. All, all of them, if not majority of them, are great technical rappers. But it's like, why is that the only criteria that is at the forefront of rap when we're judging and evaluating rappers? What, like you said, what about song making ability? What about cadence? What about ad libs? What about your 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 ability to be um, likable and, and making catchy music? What about your replay value? What about the, the implementation of melody? What about all the other aspects Meaningful. of music that yeah. people don't want to highlight, but all they want to talk about is his ability to rap technically? Man, yeah. that's not the only criteria. It's backwards. That's that's and that, that's and, but th don't worry, Eminem will he will insult all of us on music to be murdered by three. He'll say, Uche, you don't know nothing. You uh, I you are a legend, never mind, or something hey, like look, that. Hey, all, look, all I'm gonna say is this, uh Eminem, if you if you diss me, it would be an honor. Make sure you tag me, my, my Twitter <laughs> is uh, right now. Uh just make sure you tag me. Uh it's it's U C H A Y. VA, not not B A, V A. Okay. And and, and Quincy's right here is on the screen. Hey, like, man, stop. Uh, What'd you put you, me? I don't want I'm not scared of Eminem. I'm scared of the, the crazy, the crazy, it's crazy ass fans over here talking about. Hey. <laughs> hey man, listen. Respectfully, okay? Respectfully. There you go. Okay, respectfully again. <laughs> All right, well, let's move on. Let's move on. So, last topic is uh, 2021. If you didn't know, 2021 is right now. Beyonce even rang the new year on Instagram. Beyonce rang it in. So, that means 2021 is real. Um, 2021, we're living in it right now. It's still early. <laughs> so, I wanted to talk about some predictions for 2021. Like, what artist do you think is going to blow up? Um, what artist do you think might tank? Uh, such, such. Who are some artists? Let's just keep it at who, who are some artists that you're looking at that you think might blow up this year? Yeah, so you know, obviously, there's there's the obvious names. Uh, wait, did you say blow up? Is that what you said? Could be blow oh, up. So we're talking about yeah. newer artists, right? Yeah, okay. Um, if, okay, we'll keep it at that, and then we'll and then we'll end with like who who what are some artists that we are looking forward to having big years that are maybe already established, right? Yeah. So as far as newer artists that maybe hasn't blown up yet, here's a name for you, Tyler Yahweh. Tyler Yahweh. I I discovered his music in 2020. Uh, apparently, he had been putting out music for a few years, but bro. He makes great music. I I'm sorry. Like, he, 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 he's not a rapidy rapper, right? So we're going to get away from that in 2021. If you guys haven't noticed, we're, 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 we have much more of a diverse ear in terms of rappers. We don't just stick to the dudes who are supreme lyricists and whatnot, although I do appreciate them too. We're going to highlight some people that do other things as well. To me, I think Tyler Yahweh makes great music. I think he makes catchy music. I think he has a, a, a really cool a, a really cool presentation with just everything that he does. He hasn't really become a household name. However, I think he's on his way. He dropped a song with Post Malone last year uh, called Tommy Lee. A bunch of people dropped, jumped on the remix. I, I'm really looking for, forward to big things from him, honestly. 
Like, I, I really like him as an artist. Okay. Um, of course, uh, you already know, man, St. John. Listen, I'm going to be real with you. Until St. John gets his credit <laughs> and, and, and his just due in terms of where I believe his talent meets, meets like the, the, the way his music is received, I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep uh, basically, you know, advocating for people to really like take a listen to his music. Cause I think he's that good. So the same way I believe he elevated from 2018 to 2019 and from 2019 to 2020, I feel like the trend will continue with St. John. I really do. Like, I think he's going to have another big year. The last album he came out with, I, I feel like it's really starting to catch people's ear. I'm still not seeing people really talk about it as much as I probably would like. However, uh, I think it's only it's only up from here. Uh, and then the last guy, um, I do have a lot of names, but I don't want to take all show. The la the next guy that I actually think has a has potential to really take off in the new year this year rather is Dax. I listen to Dax music. Uh, I I really listened listened last weekend, and I said to myself, wait. Let me go backwards, because that's what I like to do. When I discover somebody and I really start tapping into their new music, I want to go back to see, have they been putting out music at this high output? And if they have, how long has it been? And to me, I heard Dax's last project that he put out in March of 2020. Um, damn, I forgot the, I forget the name, but I'll find it as I'm, as I'm talking. And... Uh, he also put out a couple projects back in 20, uh, 2019. And, I've, and, and then, so when I evaluate the way his, his career has really been kind of going at an upward trend, I feel like Dax could be that next big artist because he goes viral. His music is riveting. He creates incredible imagery for his videos. And I think that his music is really impactful at a, at a human level. And I think he has all the tools, to be honest with you, to, to really become a big artist. I'm not even going to lie to you. I said this on Twitter. I had a, had a convo with, um, with, with somebody on Twitter. Um, and uh, I really do feel like he is a more likable and a more genuine sounding version of uh, uh, Jordan Lucas. Like, he really is. Like, what we see of Jordan Lucas, he could be what Jordan Lucas does, but really go to another level because he just seems more genuine. It seems more authentic the way the way he the way Dax presents his music. He's a little weirder. And he's a little wacky, right? You see the the, the Batman theme, the Joker theme, that whole thing. It's telling he goes viral because of that, but it's matched with talent. And so I think that could have a big year. So those are those are like three dudes that I'm really looking forward to having a, like going to another level in the, in this new year. What about you? You broke the internet because things are lagging <laughs> with with those those comments. Wait, is it still lagging right now? Yeah, it's it's like acting shaky. Is is acting shakier than the police at the uh, Capitol? Jesus Christ! For me I too. Didn't think that was possible. I didn't think that was possible. <laughs> me too. Is is acting that shaky? Damn. All right. Well, I mean, let's push through it. Let's let's let's. To me, it looks good. I don't know about you. It looks good on okay. my It's going like this. It's, it's like, uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. But anyway, um, so I got a long-ass list. So 
Give me three, man. Don't don't give me all of them. No, I'm gonna go to my whole list. Don't you dare. I'm no, gonna go. give me three. The I'm hell? just gonna no, I'm gonna go quickly. I'm gonna say some names. I'm gonna just do it quickly. Okay. okay. I think J.I. the Prince of New York. That's somebody who I think is gonna be very big. Um, he sounds like the little TJs of the world, the A Boogies of the hoodie with the world of the world. But I think he has like a poetic aspect to him that I think is gonna resonate with people a lot. He is definitely booming. I can see that. There's some dude named Tusi, Tusi. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, uh, I believe he's from Florida. Tusi. He's from New York, I believe. I I, I was born in Tusi. Mm-hmm. Tusi. He's from Florida. Okay. He's been on the Baby's album. I've noticed that he's been a go-to guy um, for a lot of people. That if you want to add like a unique type of flair, I think he's going to blow up soon. I look for the kid Leroy. The hey, sorry, sorry, Leroy. sorry, my bad. By the way, we were both wrong. He's actually from North Carolina. Well, go ahead. Oh, North Carolina. Oh shoot. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Uh, the kid Leroy. I look. I I look for the kid Leroy to take that next step. Um, right now, Juice World type music is big, so I think he is the closest thing. As crazy as it sounds, he's the closest thing to Juice World to me. Um, Mulatto. I actually think Mulatto is actually a very good rapper. Like, I actually, if for all you haters of Megan Thee Stallion, including you, for all you haters of Megan Thee Stallion, I think Mulatto is somebody that actually lives up to the potential of a really good woman rapper. Like, she actually has punchlines for days. Her aura, her demeanor is great. So if you're not a fan of Megan Thee Stallion, I repeat, I think Mulatto is a very good alternative. Um, here's a good one. I think you're gonna like this one, Ooch. VPS Ken. That's a Tory Lane's uh affiliate. I think VPS Ken is actually pretty dope. He dropped some very dope uh verses on uh Loner, uh Tory Lane's Loner album. I think he has next. Melly. Melly has just scraped the plate. I think Melly is hella, hella talented. Uh, she has great appeal. She kind of reminds me of Cardi B, to be honest with you. She's spicy. I, I, I hate to use that word. She's she's unapologetic. Her music gives has a nice little fit to it. I think she has next. I look for her. H dot E dot R. R to take another leap. I know people are like, she, her already done won a Grammy, her already done put albums out. I feel like her, I say to, I tell people all the time, her can go down as one of the greatest artists of all time. She has the potential to go down as one of the greatest artists of all time. And I think she's gonna hit us with something in 2021 that puts her to that superstar level. Her, Russ. I think Russ is finally getting the respect from the hip hop industry. Like Lil Baby was just on a song with him uh, called Ugly. Which, by the way, which, by the way, that's a cool song. I like that joint. I don't yeah. like the song, but <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, you know, you know, you know why I like it though? Because it's, it's it's different from what Russ does. Like Russ is talking his shit, but now he's talking his shit with somebody who people respect. Somebody who people respect, and, exactly. and, which means they're going to respect Russ now. Like, they're going to respect Russ, and I think Russ is finally getting the. He's taking that next step to where I think Russ can actually be one of 
the top hip hop artists in the game, like top, I'm talking about like really top. Mm-hmm. Russ in 2021, look for him. Here's two, the, my last two, I think are very interesting. Tim's, uh, she's an Afro pop artist that she was on WizKid's album, Essence. People are probably like, yo, Essence, that sounds familiar. Uh, what is that? Barack Obama had a playlist. He, he, he had a, a group of songs that uh, he, he mentioned and Essence with WizKid and Tim was one of the songs he mentioned. I think Tim's is fantastic. She has an amazing voice. I think she has next. And last but not least, you're going to like this one, Mr. NBA boy, Damian Lillard. I think Damian Lillard has the potential to be one of the first rappers since Shaquille O'Neal who played NBA and gets respect in the industry. I think Damian Lillard can end up having a really big 2021. So that's my list. I know it's a long-ass list, but I think it's a pretty decent list. Very long list. I didn't ask you to do your homework in this regard. We were naming a few. Uh, and here you go naming a bunch. But it's cool, though. I, I agree with a lot of the people you named. I mean, like, I, I think a lot of the people that you named are going to have much better years than they had, you know, in 2020. Um. I do want to see more from Melly. I love Melly's. I love Melly's persona. I love. I actually really love Melly's music. I think she has a lot of potential. I think she needs a record. She needs a record. She needs a record. She needs that one. She needs a song that is going to get people excited. I'm yet to hear it. I think she overall her music is good, but she needs that one. And I don't know if it'll come at the with, with the collaboration, but she needs. I'm telling you, she is in dire need of a record. Diet. Yeah. Um, so I really want to see her blow, though. But yeah, I, I, I like the list. I like the list. It's a cool list, man. Okay. Uh, next time, don't do your homework like that. I said name a few, and you named a goddamn army of artists. By the way, Mulatto is dope, too. Very cool. Mulatto. Very dope. Mulatto is amazing. Mulatto. Like you said, she can rap, rap. Yeah. She can rap, rap, and I, and I like her fearlessness as an artist. She can sing. See, to me, she can sing, she's she confident, she's confident when she's singing and rapping. The song Sex Lies with Lil Baby, you know. Speaking of that, Lil Baby gonna take off this year. Like, let's not act like Lil Baby didn't have an incredible 2020. I believe his 2021 will be even greater. Like, on a whole nother echelon, for real. That's saying a lot. That's saying a lot. I don't even think it's saying that much. Like, it's trending that way. It really is. So, okay. Um, yeah, man, cool list. But um, let's t- let's take a little break, and uh, we come. We're gonna come back, and we're gonna talk about some indie artists that um submitted their music to us. This is the Illinois Wise Guys podcast. All right, we are back. Uh, here to bring you guys some new listens, some new reviews. It's a new year. It's a goddamn new show. We want to listen to some indie music. We got a lot of submissions, by the way. So shout out to all of y'all for really stepping up really seeing our call to action. If you want some reviews from the wise guys, be sure to submit your music at that URL right there below on the screen, ill-advised slash contact. Or you can hit us up on uh, on Instagram, right? The, the link right there is below, or you can hit us up on Twitter. Either way, get in contact with us. Um, and yeah, man, uh, how do you feel about us reviewing new music, you? Like, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about the uh, exposing new music to the people? 
I love that it. people maybe have never heard before. It's up my alley. It's, it's 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 how you can describe me now. I do it as a hobby. I do it for fun. I do it for some paper. So I'm ready. This is fun. 100%, man. So uh, the first song slash artist that we have on the list is a guy named Mirage. Mirage. Uh, excuse me for not knowing the correct pronunciation of your name, my brother, but uh, he dropped a song called BDE. And um, yeah, man, let's break it down, man. Q, what do you think about the song? First impressions, yeah. slaps or not? I'm going to say, yo, I'm going to give this song about four to five stars, honestly. Um, on it, Mirage, Mirage, like he spits relentlessly. He goes ham, cheese, and mayo on this damn song. Uh, what I love about it, the beat is 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 something that you can feel. It's it 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 will hype a club up, but then at the same time, you got a nice little tempo attached to it to allow a rapper to shine. And then also, Mirage just hits us with crazy ass flows, thought provoking lyrics gangster ass lyrics and he also comes across as a little bit of Jordan Lucas a little bit of 21 Savage a little bit of uh Big Sean and then a little bit of himself so uh I actually think it's a really dope song once again four to five stars probably my favorite submission today mm. You know what? That's funny you say that. Uh, you had a couple names in there that really reminded me of Moroz when I heard him. Number one, 21 Savage. On that second verse, he 100% sounds like 21. And, and as a matter of fact, I'm getting to the point where, as I think about it, on the first verse, he actually reminds me of Saha the Prince. Like, Ooh. he raps just like him. So I'm going to I'm gonna take a wild guess, and I'm going to say he's from Georgia. Because both of them no. know... I think it's from Georgia. I mean, listen, listen, I could be wrong, but but both of them dudes is from Georgia. So how the prince is from like mountain, that mountain area where uh, uh, Childish Gambino is from, right? Yeah. It's not necessarily Atlanta, but I forget the name. Wow. But not, nonetheless, though, some of the notes yeah. that I wrote down, man, um, with this song, though, you know, like you talked about it, the flow, you know, it came with that consistent flow that really made for an easy listen. And then also, like, I like the beat. It's, it's bouncy. You know, it, it gets me in that in that mode where I really feel like, you know, this is something I can play in the car. This is something I can play in the clubs if they were open. Um, and, he, and he really was talking. You know, he really was saying a lot of shit that I think uh, people are going to resonate with. For example, um, some of the standout, I would say, well, one of the standout bars that I heard in the song is um, he was talking about me and my niggas are getting money in several ways. We're not trying to cuff music. I like that, you know, I like how, you know, he can be a rapper, but he can also be aware that, you know, music is not only the, the lane he's trying to make it in. And, you know, you don't want to be reliant on music. You want to be profitable. You want to have multiple streams of income. You want to do a lot of things in, in a lot of different ways. So I respect that as a rapper. But most importantly, bro, like he, he just came with the energy and and. And I got a question for him, and maybe this is something that I already know the answer to. BDE, what does that stand for? Big Dick Energy? What what, what does that stand for? Like he said, because listen, if you listen, if you listen to the hook, he says, I got BDE for that WAP. 
Little bitty mm. bitch gonna play with that mop, right? So is he talking? I got big dick energy for that wop, the wet ass pussy. That's what I thought. So, that's but, a, but I'm, a, I'm a, that's that's about bro. Two people that that's between them. <laughs> wop <laughs> and BB battle can go ahead battle over there. I'm over here. I don't know, and I don't bro, care. <laughs> bro, I don't. I don't know either, man. But <laughs> let's, just, right. let's just. Let's just act like uh, we we know what he's talking about. But shout out to you for submitting, bro. For real, it's a it's a good song, really good song. Our next song that we're going to talk about is Will Double S Validation. Uh, what do you think about this joint? What do I think about this song? Well, first and foremost, like I said before, shout out to everybody for submitting their music. Will Will Double S? He's probably been the most active out of every all the all the submissions. Really. You know, liking what we do, really fucking with our shit on social media. He even proposed a topic um, on our on our upcoming show. I'm sorry, this particular episode. So shout out to everybody, man, including you, Will Double S. This song, though, however, I'm gonna talk about some of the positives before I get into some of the criticism. Right. First and foremost, I'll give him credit for production. Right, the production really gave me. The vibe of Drake, take care, Drake. The production, and what I mean by that, if you listen to the piano, the, it's a piano based. I hear it. I hear it. Come on, man. Like, let's be real, right? Uh, however, uh, I think that you know, beyond the production, beyond the beat, I just got to be real, man. Like the the bro, you need a better engineer. You need a better mixer. Your, your vocals were not very clear. Your vocals didn't really match the level of the, the song, right? It, it was like it was like the, here's the here's the beat, but here's your vocals. It was like under. You could hear it in the background, but it wasn't clear enough. That's probably the biggest criticism that I'm gonna give towards your song is if it was mixed better, maybe I would enjoy it more. However, I think that the song overall, while it was very touchy, very very, very mushy. You know what I'm saying? He's talking about how he wants the girl, he wants to tell a girl all he wants to tell her in order to get her attention and her validation. It's something that a lot of people, a lot of dudes can, can relate to a lot. You know, we can all relate to the message. However, it was not audible. You know, that's my biggest thing with the song. The song was not well mixed. And if it was better mixed, maybe I would like it more. But shout out to you for submitting. I'm going to give this, if we're talking about out of five, is that how we doing it, Q? Out of five? Out of five, I'm going to give this song about two stars. Straight up. I think the song has potential, but the quality of it, like, it, it decreases the amount of love I got to give this song. What do you think about the song, Q? So, <laughs> just to kind of piggyback off what you're saying, there is something that I want to tell aspiring artists all the time, invest. Invest in your craft, invest in your artistry. Us alone, the hundreds, thousands of dollars that we put into this podcast, that we put into our website, sometimes we don't get it back. Invest in your craft. And for me, what the big takeaway is what you said, that the quality does not sound good. That point blank period. The quality of the song doesn't sound good. The vocals sound mushy. Um, 
if you can just invest in better engineers, invest in better production, uh, whatever you need to do to make it sound good is something that I suggest because let's be honest, like people are not going to take you seriously if you don't have quality sounding music. You, you can say whatever the hell you want on a song, that's fine. If it sounds quality, that's cool. But if you don't have something that sounds legit, people are not going to take you seriously. That's my constructive criticism. Now to go into the song, aside from quality, I think it takes way too long to start up. You know, for a good chunk of people are going to change the track if they don't know what it sounds like overall. Like, I think it took way too long to start up. Um, the raps sound elementary. I thought the flows were very, um, very elementary where I can tell that rapping is not what you do. It, it just kind of sounds like you just found out what a mic was yesterday. Um, <laughs> yo, yo, don't do it like that. You know, he just found out what a mic was yesterday. <laughs> I will say, I like the vibes. I love the vibes kind of going to Yeah, the, the vibe is cool. I yeah. love the vibes of the song. The song gives off this whole, like, uh, therapeutic vibes to it. And I, I like the topics. I like the passion that you show. But um, overall, I don't I don't like the song. And so I'm going to give it uh, a 1.5. Can we do 0.5s? 1.5, I, I don't think two is, is I think two is too high. Mm. But thank you. Shout out, submit, I appreciate, I, I look forward to getting better. I, I thought that what I did when I first started out, like just get better, take this as constructive criticism and keep going. Yeah, and, and, and for real, for real, like this goes to Will, you, and um, anybody else who submits, you know, we're here to be real with you, right? Like we don't, we're not trying to sugarcoat anything. We want to be as as open and as honest as we can with our, our our review, really, of your music. And so the biggest takeaway, and Q, you said it. I'm glad you pointed pointed that out. It take it took too long to start because it did. I had that written in my notes as well. Um, and then most importantly, if you were to submit this music to anybody, they would not accept this off the simple strength of of the quality alone. Before they yeah. even got to the message of the music, they would reject yeah. it. And, I, and I'm just being, that's all love. Like, I'm not even trying yeah. to be mean. That's just, that's the reality of the situation. But once again, shout out to you. Um, stay in contact, bro. We, we, we already friends on social media and we will continue to be, uh, but yeah, man, uh, keep up the work, man. Definitely improve, man. That's one thing we will, we will uh, stress to everybody on here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's move on up. That's on you, man. Kick it off, bro. That's on you. Oh, is it? Oh, shit, my fault. Uh, so uh, the next song that we have to talk about is a, a submission that was uh, that was given by an artist named Kilavra Cash. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right, uh, right but um, he dropped off a new song for us to review called Brotherhood of Mutants. I actually have a lot to say about this song. Um, but Q, uh, give me your thoughts and then I'll jump into mine. I'm actually curious to know what you, you have to say first. Let me hear what All you right. got to say. For sure. So for me, for me, uh, you know, this, this song really is one of the more quality submissions that we got, um, in my opinion, 
You know, I, overall, I want to say the song is fire. Um, I love the hook. I love the 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 melody. I love the 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 meaning of the song in general. And overall, listen, we don't. I'm not nitpicking around here, but I will say, I don't understand. I don't really understand the title of the song, "Brotherhood of Mutants." It's a very odd name. Uh, but if we go beyond that, the song is dope. I love how the the hook gives me chills, man. I think I really think the singer did a did a phenomenal job at really conveying the message of the record in general, really giving me the feeling behind the the the, the verses because both of y'all who was rapping on that verse, I'm sorry, on the song, really killed it. You gave you gave me you gave me New York vibes, you gave me '90s vibes. You was and one thing that I wrote down here was, you know, the song gives people a group a blueprint. On how some on how some people have to do what they have to do if they come up in uh, circumstances in the hood uh, and really just situations that they may not necessarily be proud of, but they kind of document that for me a little bit where they really gave me a lot of those vibes. But overall, I think the rapping was phenomenal. I think that the hook was moving, the production was great. This is a dope song. This is a dope song, bro. So out of five stars, bro, I'm gonna give this song a 4.5. 4.5. Okay. All right. Um, I'm gonna get I'm gonna start off with the rating. I'm gonna give it a three. Three out of five. So how I would describe it is an old school rap banger that is powered by wisdom-filled bars and gritty vibes. Uh, what I love about the song is that uh, he, kind of what you said, he he opens up in a way that is pretty personable, like relatable. I think he flows well. Um, both both rappers actually on the song flows well, and the hook is is hella moving. It's hella moving. It's it's deep, it's powered. Uh, my only issue with the song goes back kind of in a lesser note to what I said about the previous song. It's the quality. I feel like it's still a little blurry. It's not as blurry as the other one, but it's still a little blurry. I feel like when the singer sings, he has a great voice, but it sounds kind of blurry. It sounds kind of like his voice is overshadowing the beat. You know what I mean? Um, if you can get that mastered, I think that that song, it would be like a four song, four, four star song, five star song. You get that mastered. But um, I, I think it has crazy potential. Gives me Big Sean vibes. Big Sean, um, that's the type of joint that he was making back in the day, like when he was on his come up. That's, that's kind of what it reminds me of. So once again, I give it three stars. But like, if you can master it, I think it can end up being four or five. Hmm. See, you know, for me, I was able to like move past the mastering. I did recognize that as well. Um, but it wasn't as bad as it, you know, maybe could have been. Um, I do yeah. I do think it's improvement. It needs improvement for sure. But I don't think it was a I don't think that if somebody heard this song, they would immediately listen to the fact that it didn't sound good. Um yeah, it you know what I'm saying? Like, I, and what I mean by that is, like, your average listener is not going to be like, "Yo, this shit is this shit doesn't sound up to par to, to the stuff that I'm used to hearing." It's just because you and I, we we are like looking at music, you know, in general from so many different angles. Not only from 
the, the, the content, not only from the rapping, the production, the quality. We're looking at it from so many angles, so we're able to provide that. But I'm talking about like your average person may not really feel that way. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a, don't get me wrong. It's a fantastic song. It's a fantastic song. And that's why I think I gave it three stars. Um, I think it's a really good song, but if you can, it will go next level if you can get it mastered. Like, you can get, go to like four or five, in my opinion. That's next right. song, Young Will, Slap a Hater. Damn, that's harsh. That's just rough. Uh, yeah. Slap a Hater by Young Will. Yo, listen, uh, one of the more aggressive submissions one of the more aggressive songs, uh, song submissions that we've gotten. Young Will, he, uh, I think he got his point across with this song. That, that, that's what I gathered from this. I think so. I, 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 I think so. I, I feel like what he wanted to accomplish with this song, he did just that because the song is aggressive, extremely aggressive. I mean, let me be very clear. Um, and actually to the point where if you don't get into multiple fights after listening to this song, this song did not hit you properly. I'm just being real with you. Like you, you, you. It reminds me of Nuck If You Buck, right? Like the way Nuck If You Buck gave you that feeling, right? Yeah. It gave like like you wanted to hit somebody right after hearing the song. That's what this does. So I think he was going for that. So shout out to you if that's what you was going for. You did that. You did that, bro. I'm gonna be real with you. Uh. And some of the other things that I wrote down, which, uh, you know, after listening to the song was production wise, it gave me this like young Dolph vibe. Like I felt like this was that gutter Memphis and bro, I don't know where you're from, young Will, but, um, you know, we kind of talked to a lot of artists from around the world, UK, the South of America, Russia. We got a lot of submissions from all over the place. So I'm really just touching on the, the, the production and, and where I think the music is coming from. It sounded like some Memphis shit. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Um, I hope I'm right. <laughs> but it gave, it gave me that gutter vibe. And really, what I will say as a whole is, this is the type of song that needs a video. Because uh, Hell yeah. Hell yeah. because if, if you if you really approach this song kind of like how baby approaches music with visuals, I need some comedic, some lighthearted videos associated with a song this hard hitting, this aggressive, I think it would really make the song come to life. Overall, the, the production feels a little dated. I'm not gonna lie. You were you were rapping very simple. The bars was kind of elementary, but I say that respectfully because I don't think the song called for that per se. Overall, I actually like this one, man. I like this one. This was a this was a good listen. I'm gonna give this song a three, three out of five. But um, it has potential with visuals if you were to add that onto it. Um, so that's what I got to say, man. What do you think about it, Q? That's a great point. That's a great point about the visuals. I I, I agree with that. Like, if you can make a little lighthearted, like, move, chick, get out the way. Like, the visuals to that was a little goofy, even though it's talking about stomping people out. But um, <laughs> right. I, I, I agree with you. Uh, this song gives me little scrappy crime mob type vibes. This is the type of song that remember back in the day when people used to go to the clubs and fight and people used to knock knock people out the way and stuff like that. That's what this song reminds me of. Um, but here's the thing, like I think he hits us with some sneaky good flows and some sneaky good uh not let me not say flows, sneaky good lyrics, wordplay. 
like I can tell homeboy is a lyricist. Like I can tell that he actually takes his time when he makes his records. Um, I will say the one thing about this song that I thought could have been, well, the one thing that I hoped for him to clarify is whether or not he wanted to rap with shaky flows. Like, cause there was times in the song where his flows were a little shaky, like kind of stumbling on his words a little bit, but I actually think he did that purposefully. I'm curious to know if he did that on purpose where he was purposely trying to rap with the shaky flows or is this one of those things where he's getting better as a rapper and flows is something he's continuing to tweak. Whatever the case may be, um, I think the song's good. I, I would I would say it's 3.5 if I can be that person that can get in the middle of a 3.5 and a 4. I think it's a good song. Um, hella potential. Hella potential for sure. Mm, that's fair. That's fair. I, I I see a lot of the things that you're saying as well. You know, um, you're right, man. The flows were a little off, but I don't know. I felt like it worked for the song. Who knows? I think you never you never know what rappers, bro. Like they it's probably just, intentionally did this shit. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. It's just clarification. Like, is that something that you wanted to? Did you want to flow like that on purpose? If so, it's all good. Mm. I've seen. Yeah. I've seen that. You know what I mean? For sure. For sure. Uh. The next song that we have to talk about, and actually the last song, um, we got we got so many submissions, guys, but we can't get to all of them on this show. But the last one on this show is uh, a song called Bishop by a guy and a rapper named Lowdown. The song features a features J Nutty Bread. Uh, what do you think about this song, Q? I'm scared of it. Um, <laughs> I listened to Wait, it. From, what are you scared of the song? I'm scared of the song. Um, I listened to it from under my bed just because <laughs> Boogie Man was coming for me after I listened to it. Um, I mean, it's one of those joints where, like, you got to like underground rap, underground street rap to really, really like this joint. Like, it, it, I, I'm, I will be so. I would be surprised if The Undertaker did not make the, the beat for this song. Um, yo, <laughs> yo, thank you. Yeah, this shit sounded like Undertaker and Kane WWE. I swear to God. Undertaker done. I wrote that down, bro. Undertaker on the on the beat. Undertaker on the beat. You know, they got the little dung, you know that? Like, I guess. Yeah, it's the little Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And... You know, uh, low down and, and his, his homies, they they do a good job of playing like rap boogeymen. So that's always dope to listen to. I, I'm a horror movie fan, so I, like I, I I I soaked it up. I mean, uh, a whole bunch of different flows, uh, lyrics that are heinous. Uh, I I think it's a it's a it's a pretty solid song. Pretty solid song, especially if you're a horror movie fan. Pretty yeah. solid. Song. That's 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 a fair critique, uh, or not even critique, but I should say assessment rather. Um, for me, some of the things I wrote down, bro, like the organ, the organ slash piano in the production gave me that. It gave me this dark feel. So I'm glad you said uh, Undertaker and King because that's exactly what it reminded me of. I, I I like the fact that the song was gutter. It was uh, it was it was dirty. It was aggressive. But it was almost like 
they still were kind of cool about it, right? Like it was like this melodic feel in the hook. Like I be on some other shit. Like he had the nerve, he had the nerve <laughs> and the time to actually harmonize yeah. on a trap slash melodic type production. Like it was just weird. Overall, like I liked, I liked what I heard. I, I, I appreciated it. Um, you're right though. It, it, this is a, this song sounded very underground to the point where it gave me a very uh, eight ball MJG. Uh, kind of, kind of like vibe as well, you know. Shout out to the, yeah. all the other people that's that that come from. They're from Memphis, right? By the way, they're from Memphis. Memphis. Yeah. So, 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 you know, I'm not, I'm not a part of uh, the Memphis music scene. You know what I'm saying? I love, I love the music from Memphis, but you know, it's, it's kind of like, you know, I appreciate what, what Lowdown did on this song, and, and and I can see where he was going for it. He, what I will say is this, is this, that the, the production met the quality of the song. His raps were solid. There were no like missing holes in this song to me. It, you know what I'm saying? It was well put together. That's what I will get. I'll, I'll give him that. I'll give him that. So, so overall, but I'm a, overall, I'm gonna give this one about a three, three out of five. I, I feel like it could have been a little bit more flair. Um, added to maybe maybe some more animation given to the, the lyrics, you know what I'm saying, of the raps. It sounded a little bit tamed. I feel like it could have went to another level if he were to be a little bit more animated in the in the lyrics. But maybe, hey, maybe that's your style, bro. I haven't heard any other song from you. Maybe that's how you rock, you know? So regardless, though, it's a quality song. I, I'll give you that. I, give it, I actually give it a four. I mean, for, for the genre or subgenre that it's in, I think it it nails it. It nails grungy street scary rap. I think he nails it. It would be perfect to hear it as a cut on an album. It would be perfect. Mm -hmm. Like if 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 it's like the fifth or sixth song on an album, especially a concept album. Oh man, I'm with it. I'm with hey, it. And, appar and apparently, well, according to you, Q, he needs to start pitching this song for horror movies because. Independent oh. horror films because this shit might fit right in this line point? with the oh. trailer. Imagine a production of this song as the trailer to an indie horror film. That shit might work, bro. It might work. Somebody give him Jordan Pills number. Go ahead, put it in the Jordan <laughs> Pill. Jordan Pill movie. That joint will will be dope as hell. Dope I agree. I agree. But overall, yo, like I, like we said before, we appreciate all y'all for submitting your music. We don't take that you know lightly. You know, you gave us you gave us the, uh, the 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 keys to really give you guys some feedback, and hopefully, we were respectful enough to give you guys the just do that you guys were looking for. If any of you guys out there are hearing this review and you want to submit your music, go to our website www.illadvisedwiseguys.com/contact and get in contact with us, my boy. <laughs> oh my girl, oh my girl. That wasn't that bad, right? No, we weren't too bad, right? Like we're not scary. We were respectful. I I think we were respectful. Um we're not scary. And they made it easy for us because we got some dope submissions, you know? So uh overall though, I think that concludes the show, bro. I think that concludes we can go about our day. Hopefully, you guys like the show. Follow the show on Instagram, ill-advised wise guys, follow the show. On Twitter, ill-advised WPAWS, and make sure you follow me, U-C-H-A-Y-V-A, on Twitter. And make sure you follow my guy, man, Q 
too deasy for sheezy, aka the lamest uh, guy in the in the in the heezy for sheezy planet. Whatever the hell I'm talking about. Yo, this has been a pleasure, man. We appreciate you guys for joining. As always, if you are giving advice, make sure it's ill. Yes, sir. Bow.